Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. If you're ready to awaken your consciousness and take the red pill, keep listening. All right, guys, I'm um, pinging. I'm going to get some. What's up, Mikey? Mikey's back. What up, Mikey? Crucify that bitch. Set our ass on fire. You came earlier, and when I first started that first room, and you just really was popping off in there, and I'm like, oh, man, I got to. I got to get that energy, man, because it was a big uproar. You know, like I said, for people like R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, I just need that same energy for, for her because she's, I mean, like, look at the shit she's been guilty of. I mean, the shit is plain sight. If you watch the Jeffrey Epstein uh, thing they had on Netflix or whatever, and you just and you put two and two together, and you see all this shit, and then you see like all the people that's involved, like, like, like that's on that list. That shit's crazy. It's like people that that run like countries. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's like world leaders on that list. So is this shit is like way bigger than what we can even ever even think. You know what I mean? It is, but my, at the same time, it really makes you think like it's some Illuminati shit out here for real. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that when um I shift everybody over to this new room, okay. um to this new room because I I need to save the replays for the other room so that you mm-hmm. know and listen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna get into that because they started that conversation. They talked about. They were just talking about um, Meghan Markle being a yacht girl, mm-hmm. um, and they were talking about like the you know getting into the Illuminati. I, I need to touch on that because it's not what people think that it is. You, you know what I'm no, saying? No, I don't think it's I don't think it's that, but it is a secret society that we don't know about. It is, or that, I, or or that you know what I'm saying as like you know because if you see all this shit that was going on, and it's like okay, it's it's it, it, like we can actually if we're we're, we're a world leader. And we have some type of power and influence. And if we want to, you know, have a fantasy of messing with little girls and we can go actually buy little girls and have the time of our lives, it's like, it's, it's just sick, sick shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Mikey, hold on one second, guys. Hey, guys, um, I don't know if you were in the other room, but we're getting ready to close that down so that we can save the replays. I'll be right back. I'm going to go and move the audience over to here. Okay. And um, and then we'll, we'll pick... Um, everything back up exactly where we left off and we'll add some more nuances and we'll keep the conversation going. I didn't want to end the room but I think people were still uh, so this, this so this is a new room. I thought like something happened like somebody ended no, no, your no, room. No, 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 no. My rooms don't go like that. People don't blow my room. You know, it is you know, Oh well you know I, I didn't know. I just I'm just getting back I'm just getting back from dinner at, at, at Tao and shit. So you know no, we're civilized. So, um, Lynn, can you hold this room down until we, um, until I move everybody over, please? Thank you so much. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I get to chill with Dr. Lynn. <laughs> okay, so as Lisa said, welcome to the Maxwell Guilty um, verdict that came in this afternoon. This is part two. We're saving the replays from the first room. So everyone We'll be moving on or over to this one. If you want to come to the stage, go ahead and raise your hand and I'll bring you up or back up, whichever one it was. But we can continue the conversation until she gets back or start the conversation. I think she said she wanted to pick up where we had left off, though. Mm-hmm. 
How you been? How are you doing today? Um, Excellent. Thank you so much. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm pretty sure it's kind of crazy for the doctors right now with all this uh, rising cases and COVID and the Amari Khan virus and all the shit that's going on. So I can only imagine. Yes, absolutely. I do in mental health, though, not in, um, you know, a physician. physician. Right, right. And that's a nice move. Marvin's just got to become more and more comfortable finishing. Okay, so I'm assuming everyone has heard that the verdict was guilty on five of the charges from the Maxwell trial. If you have any opinions on that, or if you want to pick up from the last room, go ahead. The floor is still open, and we're still, as always, going popcorn style. She should have been guilty on everything. I agree. Everything, and even more. Shit. Just because Epstein, you know, I don't know. That shit just all crazy. Uh, it's, it's more than crazy. It's demonic. Um, it's, it, 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 it isn't human. I am a proponent that these people are not natural human beings. Um, and uh, they're succubuses. I mean... I got a whole lot of words for these motherfuckers. Excuse did she French. deny all this shit though, or did she even get on the stand and admit anything? Like I ain't been like really actually watching the trial. Trial, I've just been hearing little bits and pieces. But did she even like admit anything, any guilt to nothing? Or did she, I mean, like her, she hasn't said a word. Uh, uh, you know, she didn't. Uh, she was not a witness in at the trial. They would have ate her up and spit her out. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and, that's the other thing. I'm really disappointed um, that more didn't come out. I, I, I thought they did. Um, I didn't think the prosecution. I didn't think that they did as good a job as they could have in terms of. Um, yeah, because it's connected to they, too many people. That's why too many powerful that's people right. that's connected right. to. So they're trying to protect certain individuals and certain names that's what it is now all these motherfuckers need to rot in hell and get locked up and, and, behind, and get get left behind the jail like it don't even matter no world leader or not if you was participating in any of this shit you need your ass castrated and and and, and way worse like for real Okay, guys, I'm back. Thank you guys so much for shifting over here. I'm trying to bring Neha back onto the stage. Um, okay, got her. Let me see. Is Ryan up here? Let me see Ryan. Okay. So anyway, so as we were shifting from the other room, I heard you guys um, talking about um, that Meghan Markle was a yacht girl. Let's talk about it because I did want to ask Neha about I want to ask her something about Meghan Markle and um, Prince Harry, but um, who who was talking about her being a yacht girl? Because I I did some research into her. She's a social climber, but I don't I didn't find anything. Oh, yeah. uh, I I saw it on Google, and I digress. That's all I saw. I don't know any more information. I was hoping somebody would help me with it. Mhm. Mhm. Okay, let me bring Linnell up. I see him in the audience down there. Okay. So, okay, so 
Meghan Markle was extremely strategic. Um, she, I don't know if she was a yacht girl. I didn't, I don't know that part of her history. Neha, do you know anything about that? Just the yes or no. No, I don't know that she was a yacht girl. No, I don't yeah. know that part of her history. Sorry. She's always been a Hollywood girl, right? So I don't know about her being a yacht girl. I don't think she would have to have started at that level. Um, I think she was, I think a lot, I think they really hate her, you know, in, in, um, in the UK. Oh, really hate um, her. I, really hate her. I, they really hate her. And I think a lot of that has to do with racism. I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, she's fucking beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, she got swept up by Prince Harry. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, look, nobody is mad at Kate and she chased him all around, <laughs> For years and years and years, right? They call her what, Wady Katie? Wady Katie. Um, I've exactly. I've met both of them, and um, I'll tell you, you're spot on, Lisa. You know, you're more intuitive than you know. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, girl, you know, you know. I mean, I've sent you a message anyway. I sent you a message days ago, but you know. Um, but Wady Katie, if you want to know anyone who's strategic, yes, man. and I, I cannot even be mad at her. For doing that because clearly whatever she's doing she's doing right i feel as though that she here's what i think i think that um and this is just me speculating it's always me speculating guys but i feel as though that um prince harry that he was like um his mother he has his mother's spirit and her energy and so that rested with him even after her passing and so he is more of like a he knows but he you know i've seen him do those Masonic, you know, um, hand symbols, you know what I'm saying? So he's a part of it, but he was born into it. But he seems to meet, he was willing to throw all of that away. He was very unhappy in that family. And every, Megan gets blamed for, you know, um, moving him away, you know, and all this stuff, you know, all the, the hoopla and the, the paparazzi and all of that stuff. But for him, I feel like he finally found a home in this woman, you know what I mean? And those were his choices. It's not like she's a controlling person. I also don't think that what she, what she thought her life was going to be, she was very, mis very badly mistaken about that. And when she actually got into it, and I watched The Crown, so I saw like what Diana went through. I think that Megan probably went through something similar. They probably, you know, she probably seen one or two babies getting sacrificed, and she's like, "Oh my God, yeah, no, I'm, I can't do this." And then having to take a back seat to like you know, Kate, and people just generally liked her. She, you know, she had that same spirit as a Diana, you know, although she was more mature or whatever, she, she didn't have that innocence, but she had the, the, the it factor, the likability factor, the beauty. She had all of that, you know, um, which was reminiscent and they just couldn't have that, you know? Um, and so, I mean, what are your thoughts on Prince Harry leaving the Royal family to be with Meghan and create his own new family? Because he saw all of the, the bullshit and all the, the treachery and all of the, the deviousness and the people eating the adrenochrome and the reptilian shifting. No, nah, he's seen he's seen that that they they're really racist and they don't appreciate they, they, they really don't like like her because because of her race. I think that was really a big, big part of it. Like all for of him to just, about, you know, all of I mean, for him to turn all on his own his own people like that, it had, it had to do something for like, you know, cause he actually really loves her. So it's like, y'all don't want to, y'all don't want to fuck with her cause she's black. And then 
all the and it's like he knows they're not perfect at the end of the day it's a lot he knows you know what i'm saying that he's grew up around and stuff like that so he just know the real them so it's like it comes a, a, when you leave a choice where it's like my wife or y'all i'm probably gonna go for my true love you know what i mean and then i and the fact that i know that y'all don't like her because she's black and then y'all probably don't like my kids because <clears throat> y'all know they can end up and be a prince one day and they and it's black it's like oh no we can't have that you know what i mean so hey this is alex um yeah i think also um definitely the racism but um it just came to light yesterday that he that, that william was having an affair with this woman called rose danbury his neighbor and basically they did a deal with the press and they, they said right william and kate are off limits and we're um and but we're gonna because they have they have each household has its own kind of press corps and that all the all the kind of lizards and gray suits and they did a deal they said right okay kate and william are off limits but we're going to give you all the shit and all the, all the dirt on 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 and and like brief against um harry and Meghan. and now that's all coming out it was all twitter was a twitter storm yesterday because it, it it all came out but I think it's. I mean, I'm. I think Meghan's amazing. I think Harry's amazing. I mean, yes, they're all part of this pretty, you know, despicable family, and and we all know about the occultism that goes on. But I think the best thing they could have done was to get out of Dodge. So hats off to them, really. I totally agree. I totally agree. And um, having met both of those girls, I was. Um, the energy of Kate is really, it's dark. Oh my goodness me, it's so dark. I mean, you can just look at her and tell. I mean, I can. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. Okay, so now before we, so we, we got Megan off the table. Um, so the next question um, is before we um, ended that last room, you guys were talking about the Illuminati. So, um, I mean, people think that this is something that you could really get into. I'm asking, is that what y'all think? Mm. Oh, hell no. You got to have a special You're skill. You're born into it. <laughs> yeah, you you could be part of the boule or you could be part of the, the stunt dummy masons, but you ain't going to be part of the other masons. Yeah, those bloodlines have been going for, for thousands of years. It's... Um, I've met a lot of the um, Rothschilds, and it's a closed shop. The thing is, most of the people in the Masons have no idea that that, that Lucifer's the top dog. They are, they're all more, a lot of them are just pawns. They, you know, they, they talk about the light. Oh, it's the light. It's the light. Yeah, it's the fucking light of Lucifer, you moron. So there's a Who lot of fuck. Lucifer though, um, Alex, Lucifer, Pindar, or Satan, mm-hmm. you know, an archangel, you know, the fallen angel, or fucking, you know, the the the. the the king lizard. You but the, about, the point um, is Pindar, right? Is that who y'all refer to as Lucifer? Uh, well, you know, the devil, whatever you want to call it, it's like yeah, you know, the it's devil. Satan. So basically, but, Yo, but, I just but, found out Lucifer and Satan is two different people. Okay, well, whichever one, whoever. I mean, they're all fallen angels, but I mean. I, I, I couldn't tell you which one because I, I, I haven't been hanging out in any Masonic lodges lately. But um, <laughs> but the point is, it's still as Satan worships. You know, it's but a lot of them don't know it. The, the pawns, the way the whole the whole thing is set up, it's just like the doctors. You know, the doctors. 
doctors in, in you know, the whole kind of cult of the white coat, they don't know that the whole thing is basically, um, you know, a, a lot of them think that, oh, I went and got my PhD and I'm, I'm a doctor, blah, blah, blah. But then it's just like, oh, it's a completely crooked game. You know, you're basically acting as a kind of pimp for the fucking big farmer. It's just the same for the Masons. They don't, a lot of them, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, they're working in the police. They're doing this. They're, 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 they're you know, they're the agents of the Illuminati, but they don't realise that actually they're in some satanic cult. So yeah, that's that's my take on it anyway. Well, yeah, and that's exactly why we can't talk about it in the church. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna confirm. Like looking up Kappa earlier, I, I went down a hole based on Beyonce. The and church when she is did the that, When she did that Coachella um, concert and she was wearing the Greek letters, that's when I started to kind of look into the association. But the association with Kappa literally is, it, it equates to um, the reptiles and the reptilians. Yes. Yeah, did you see that? Some, I mean, Adele. She's she. Adele suddenly lost all that weight. She got the fucking Saturn tattoo on her arm, and she does this big kind of occultist thing outside the the um the kind of uh, the observatory up in LA, and and she had those big fucking Saturn earrings, and it was just like she's fully gone down the fucking baby baby adrenochrome level drinking. I mean. The, the whole Saturn thing, the Sat, um is is fully you know satanic, and it, you know when you get to a certain level in Hollywood or Hollywood, as they say, you, you can't you can't you know you can't go to any higher level without having to you know take the baby juice. All the, all the men got yeah, drink the juice. Storm voice on tonight. Yeah, baby juice, the adrenochrome. Epstein, Epstein level shit, you know. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about the Illuminati. Can let's y'all want to do that? What's up, Linnell? I think um, you might be qualified just a little bit to speak about the Illuminati. Do you want to take it from the top? Um. Oh God. So, just as um, just as my man was talking, um. I was thinking about uh, actually as she, as she as uh, the young lady was talking about the Greek alphabet, like my mind went a whole nother place. Um, so in order to talk about the Illuminati for real, for real, like we would have to get into the room you did. Um, <clears throat> what was the room you did about the the thirteen families? Yeah, right? it's the, the lines, the bloodlines of the Illuminati. Yeah, the bloodlines of the Illuminati, right? Um, and so for that, like that, oh God. Um, Cause it's tough to start, right? Because one, we would have to start with, yo, why are they doing what they're doing, right? Um, then you would get into um, like, uh, so what's the purpose um, to what end, right? Who are they, right? So I, I don't remember the names. Do, do you remember the names? Of the the original names, not the Rothschilds and the, yeah, yeah, and okay. the Morgans. So, yeah, what right. was the original Knights Templar, the Knight oh. Templar, and then the hey, at least I just ping Hocus to the room because he be having hella rooms about this type of shit. Yeah, right. no, not. oh lord, no. So, um, so no, at least what, what I was going to tell you is what we so kind of what I've been digging into, 
um, is those like the, the the bloodlines being connected to the reset, right? Um, it's kind of tough to set up um, to people who don't like, you know how my room, we, we follow a flow, right? So it's not, yeah, we build on top of the previous rooms and previous knowledge, right? So I'm trying to think of the best way to kind of set it up to, to where people kind of get it, right? Um, so um, first we got to talk about the reset, right? How the, um, the, our collective memories have been wiped, right? Um, coming out of the reset because of the, the, the war with the Tartarians, right? So there was a previous civilization here, right? A worldwide civilization. Um, a group of people went to war with that civilization. They won, all right? And, and so they um, collectively wiped the memory of the population going forward. So the people that knew the truth, they put in them insane asylums. Y'all remember them big ass insane asylums back in like the 1800s? Y'all remember them shits? Like it would be these big ass fucking mansions. Like they made movies about shit like this. How was these big ass mansions? They would look like castles. They look like hotels. Mm -hmm. They look like castles, castles, but and they were insane asylums, mm -hmm. right? So they stored the people who had memories about the past in there. Right. So those those um, those big ass structures are old as shit. Um, they, they were built, you know, hundreds of years ago. Right. And probably what we would call maybe the 900, probably like the, the, the 600, 700, 800s. Right. Um, so they stored people who had knowledge of the previous civilization in there. Right. Just like with all the fucking orphanages, how all of a sudden all these goddamn orphans popped on the scene is because of the war that happened where they wiped out most of the world's population. And so they had to repopulate the fucking cities. All right. So all right, this just sounded real wild, right? Sounds some shit out of a fucking movie. This shit happened. I got proof. Lisa knows I got proof of all this shit. So um, the people that waged war on the previous civilization and won, those are your bloodlines. Those are the people who we call, who, who um, when people talk about the days, that's the day the people um, that were part of the ruling people that won the war, right? And so that's why, that's when Lisa, uh, when we get into the names, uh, well, what were the names, Lisa? Names of Jesuits. The bloodlines, the bloodlines, blood what, what were the names? So when I broke it down, okay, so there's two separate bloodlines. The Astor bloodline, the Bundy bloodline, the Collins bloodline, yes. the... DuPont bloodline, the Free, Freeman bloodline, the Kennedy bloodline, the Lee bloodline, the Onassis bloodline, no, the so Rockefeller it's bloodline. His name's before them. What was you it? talking about like the Rosicrucians and, um, right. and what are you talking about? The Knight Templar. Does it really start with the Knight no, no. Templar? No, wait, no, please. Please, what are the names? We're talking about the, um, the papal bloodlines, right? Mm -hmm, exactly. I don't have that pulled up in front of me right now. But right. those bloodlines are just as important, even if not even more important than because this is where I believe that the reptilians spawned from. Exactly. So no. So what happened is those names right there were the original names. So when you start talking about the the Kennedys, Onassis, the fucking Rothschilds, and all that shit, those were names that were changed. Those are are names that are assumed. Just like right now in England, um, with the Queen, they go by the last name Windsor, but previously their name was Saxagotha. 
right? Fact. But before that, it was something else. So throughout history, these people changed their names. Rothschild means red shield, right? It's a name that they assumed because of um, uh, it was a it was something that was on the house that they were living in. You get what I'm saying? So the the when you see the those the, those names aren't the original names. Right? The Eastern Eastern European warlords. Um, not necessarily Eastern European, right? So again. We're talking about a worldwide um, Tartarian empire that was toppled, right? So the what you think of the world, um, it don't look how you think it looked back in the past, right? We're in a state of fallen technology, right? Before the before the war, right? The world was in a state of high technology. Think Jetsons. You get what I'm saying? Are we talking about Atlantis? No, 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 no. We're not going that far back. We're going back about 400 years. Wow. Okay. Right. So the history that you know, right, everything that you know um, about history before the 1800s, most of that shit is fabricated. The real physical history, you can't go back past 1800. Break it down now. It's his story. (laughs) Bro, like most of the shit you know, what you think you know about what happened here, right? It's fabricated. It's stories that they made the fuck up, right? Um, they spent a lot of time fabricating history, right? So there was a, um, it's a Russian dude. Uh, I forget his name. I got the link. Um, so what he did was he lined up. So he, he made a, um, a, a, a rubric for dynasties and kingdoms where he asked, um, so he, he marked like uh, when they were born, uh, their parents. Uh, uh, what were the circumstances around their uh, around their uh, around their birth? Who they married? What age did they marry? How many kids did they have? Um, what age? Like when did they uh, die? Stuff that happened throughout their fucking their reign, right? So it was like all these questions about a dynasty. So then he he went through each dynasty and asked all these questions, and what he found was the same profile for a bunch of different dynasties that lined up. So pretty much what happened was when they fabricated history, they took one story and then they altered it a little bit and changed the time and put that shit in history. Right. So a bunch of the history that we think is true is made to fuck up. It's all. uh, So there are like it's like a couple of stories that they is multiple variations of a couple of stories. Right. They spend a lot of time fabricating history. Right. So the reset, the, the last reset was. Um, about the 1800s, right? So they started the history around the 1800s, right? Before that, there was a war, right? And so, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. The 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 um the Illuminati, the who we call the Illuminati, were the people that won the last war, who are now creating the world that we call reality. You get what I'm saying? So they're erasing, they've erased everything that happened before what we call the 1800s, right? They erased the all knowledge of the previous civilization, all all history of uh, all um, uh, knowledge of the history of what this place was before what we call 1800s is being wiped the fuck out, right? And they're the ones in charge of crafting the narrative. That's why everything that's going on with us right now in this world is about them craft, crafting the narrative going forward. The The lies that they put in the news is not for us. The lies that they put in the news, the lies they put in the books, the lies they put on the internet, they're not for us because we know the truth. When we die, 
these things will become the fucking uh, will become facts for our children's children who weren't here. And so they did the same thing back then. They put lies then, right? They put a bunch of shit that wasn't true then back in the 1800s. And we think that shit is facts right now. As if we actually start to examine history, right? What we would find is that most of the shit that we think is facts is 100% false. And the people that are um, actively changing the present, uh, the, the, the present lies become future truths, though that's the Illuminati. It's tough to talk about all that stuff, man, for real. The it history is. that they fucked up and stole and copied and pasted throughout yeah. time. It's, it's very easier to fool people than to prove to people that they've been fooled. Exactly. So they're, they're, they're focusing on future people. So that's why they don't really give a fuck about us. When we talk about the jabs we getting and they ain't getting and how we don't give a, we don't give a fuck about the, uh, the, the Omarion and all that shit, they don't care about us. They care about our kids. They're focused on indoctrinating our kids, getting them used to wearing masks, getting them used to taking shots when they say take shots, getting them used to whatever the narrative they want the narrative to be. Right. The, the, the assault right now is on your kids and your grandkids. Mm-hmm. And they don't want us to to have kids as well. That part, because they know that's that our kids will change the I'm, world. I'm not sure that's true. Because that's that, No, that's that book of Eli movie. Right. And they also exactly. Um, Exactly. And so what they're trying to do is um, create generations where um, they also show you this. And there's a movie on um, Netflix is called Utopia. It's a series, actually. It's not a very long series, so you can probably knock it out, you know, pretty quickly if you have some downtime. Um, But it's it's like it's satire, um, but it's very factual at the same time. It's almost word for word, everything that they're doing. So this, you know, evil genius scientist in the, in the, in the show basically is letting everyone know that, no, we're going to stop reproducing for generations. That's a part of the, that's a, also a part of the population control that's going on. It's not, everyone's not going to just keel over and die can, because can when everyone would stop taking the jab. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a, it's a many layered plan plot that's been you know laid out for at least a hundred years at least that you know what i mean Can, yeah I, i'd like to say a few words because i lived in china in 2014 when the one child policy was repealed and now they have incentives for having a family of three i don't i don't believe that governments want to have um population control I think that now they realize they can actually support more people than they have. And now there's kind of a an arms race uh, between the uh, powerful nations of the world trying to get their population uh, somewhat larger than it has been over the past few decades. Uh, I don't think they're trying to do uh, um, any kind of massive calling of the population or what what do they call it? Uh, um, I, I, I think that there's actually uh, in the upper echelons of government, I think that the impetus is for making sure that the population is replaced because they're afraid that if people 
the population gets too old and there aren't young people who are going to be working to support the retirees, then they're going to have a collapse. So I'm not exactly sure I agree with the idea that people want to, that any of the powerful people want to reduce the population. Have you seen um, the the Georgia Guidestones? You familiar with that shit? Yeah, that's the uh, that's the big plan. Georgia no, Guidestones. Yeah, so Jim, did you say you are you are not familiar with the Georgia Guidestones? Uh, the Georgia Guidestones. Sorry, how do you spell it? Uh, uh, Guidestones. G U I D E Guidestones. The Georgia Guidestones. No, I'll, right. I'll, I'll look is, it up. Yeah, yeah, check that out. But check this out. So what you said, right, is that there's a difference between not wanting to go extinct and wanting to control the the population, right? So what the policies that China put in place was taking their ass extinct, right? So they were were, uh, uh, shipping the girls out the country and keeping the boys, right? And so they... they No, sorry. It was. It's a lot worse than that. Um, no, I, China... know, I, I know what they. I, again, I'm trying to be cool. I don't want to get real fucking graphic because they were doing some other shit too. But they were. Their population was going to fucking zero. And so what you're talking about is a policy put in place to stop the to stop the Chinese fucking uh uh the country from going fucking extinct, right? They 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 want to cull the population. They want to right. control it. They don't want to fucking kill them all off. You get what I'm saying? But what we're talking about um, is on a global level, right? The agreement to bring to slowly, not not drastically, because this ain't some shit that's going to happen within the next five years. And that's what motherfuckers got to understand. There's not a five-year fucking plan. It's not a 10-year plan. There's not, yo, we're going to start killing people off starting tomorrow. Camps and shots for everybody, and they're going to start dying off. It's not that kind of thing, right? It's um they're putting in place the infrastructure by which they can control who lives and who dies, who can procreate and who can't. Mm-hmm. It's a long-term plan. What's wild is, do they really think they're going to get away with this shit, though? Like, the people are becoming aware and, like, around the world, too. And last time I checked, the poor people were in majority. And, uh, you know, once things occur in one country, you think another country is just going to... I mean, maybe they will sit back and watch, but, you know... Things will occur. Yeah. Your freedoms. They're, they're already getting away with it. They've been getting away with it for a long time. You're just now waking up to what the reality actually no, is. We'll talk about the Illuminati if you want to, because yes, they are all at the table. The fair skinned. Hold on a second. Can I just respond? Uh, yeah. So um, it's already, you know, it's already been done. Like we already in this bitch. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We yeah, already, they're already it's fucked. Already, we're well, you're right, but they you know, did it to themselves. Yeah. Okay, Rex. <laughs> Just let me finish my thought, okay? Just please. Um. So what I'm saying is that we're already in it, okay? The whole point is getting out of it, right? And so it's already be. It's not like oh, it's yeah. There's more of us, which is why they apply so much mind control you know, and everything that's going on because a lot of people are not even, they're not even aware of why they're wearing a mask and lining up and standing six feet apart and all this bullshit that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. You know what I'm saying? They don't know why they're doing that, but they're doing that because they have a program 
inside of them that's saying to do this. Okay, we're going to get into that. I have a room coming up on Tuesday. We have um, a guest. His name is James Martinez. Um, the book, um, he has, you know, there's a book that, you know, um, we'll, we'll have the audio for and all of that. I'm going to post that into the um, the Discord. But if you look up James Martinez and um, Operation of Mind Control, he gets into all of this stuff, right? Even how Omicron is an actual fucking trigger word. When we were decoding Omicron, and we were like, oh, there was a movie, there was a video game about this, how it's already been introduced into the lexicon of the American people for decades. You didn't even know. And so when you hear Omicron, that's like, if you're under mind control, like they give you trigger words, like, you know, in the MK Ultra, and I don't wanna get too far off course here, you know, but the point being is that we already in it. The whole point is like, if you're Neo and you're in the matrix and you're trying to wake up out of the matrix, the matrix already exists, guys. It's already there. So this is how they're able, that's why you work, you go to school, you you know, you, you go to school, you do what they tell you to do, the bell rings. That's like you're a mouse in a maze. You know exactly what to do when the bell rings. Pick up your bags, move to the next, you know, station, okay? You know, they tell you, that you need to go to college, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Your life is already planned out for you, okay? Only few people escape out of that just, you know, to become self-made or whatever. But that is not the path. You are a worker. That's what you're here for. And you help hold up the system every single day. Not you, anybody in here. I'm just speaking, you know, generally, guys. And so when I say you, I mean the masses of society. And we are part of those masses. So there may be individuals of us that have free thought, but it's not enough. So we're already in it, you know what I'm saying? And they know this. So they're, you know, at this point where we're at, we are in a battle for, and they're, they're battling for your mind and your heart. And this is why you've, they've got families turning against one another. So anyway, we're gonna circle back around to the, um, to the main topic, which Lanal was breaking down in which well, was a really great breakdown of how this all came to be. And we're talking about the Illuminati and I want to jump in there, but I'm gonna, you know, let the mic go. Cause I've been talking too much right now. And then I'll jump back in and pick up where he left off, um, to bring about, you know, what this Illuminati actually is, uh, what we are calling the elite and we need to stop doing that. But you know, that's just the only way that we have to refer to them for, for the moment. So let go. Hey, um, I like to, add something to the Omicron too. So when they're talking in Greek language to each other, because I believe that they're talking to each other um, whenever they do like a broadcast or interview or anything and they're speaking out, I believe that um, when they're talking about the Delta variant, when they're talking about the Omicron variant, they're speaking a particular language. And I also um, want to decode what they're giving uh, awards out for, which, and that basically breaks down as a solar radiation power force. Uh, it's a power force through, through solar radiation. And the Omicron is basically going back to zero, which is a, a reset um, on the, it's in numerology because everything like is geometry and 
and it, it, it all kind of correlates with each other, but it's basically saying that the sun is radiating so hot on earth that it's, it's like acting as a force on earth. So I hope that um, adds a little something. So that's actually what I was going to, uh, I was going to talk about when the, I think the, the sister was talking about Kappa yeah, that was me. Um, that was me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, hey, Lise, have you uh, you heard us talk about <clears throat> how the the Greek language was made up? Um, is in fact not a not an alphabet at all. Yeah. Um, have you have you heard us talk about that shit? How it's made up of a of a Mayan language. Yep. Did you did you see the uh the breakdown? of the words how how it's it's the story of the destruction of uh of lemuria have you ever seen that shit get that part you need to send me that hold on so check that so if when you read when you say the greek alphabet in order um it translates from uh mayan it's a it's a mayan language right so all the um the greek alphabets are like two three or four um mayan words put together okay mm. and when you read when you say them when you say it in order it tells the story of the destruction of mu i'm gonna send it to you right now could you send me that um, too i i think the greek alphabets came from the phoenician alphabet didn't it nah bro that's a bunch of fucking lies the greek alphabet isn't an alphabet at all again what, what i tell you about the the what you know about history is a bunch is is lies agree okay okay um i'm I'll, I'll take your word for it send me the link but alphabet is literally from the words alpha beta which are the greek two first letters of the greek alphabet i alpha understand beta. what you're saying yo Lionel, what up bro just be cautious about what you're sending here because this is the native tongue and supposedly the native tongue was affiliated with witchcraft so these people are probably going to try to say these words and summon something if they think they can do that. I would say that from what I know, the Mayan people never had any interactions with the Greek. So what I'm saying to you is this. What you know, what is known as the Greek Empire is a fabrication. Right? It's a, it's a bunch of, uh, uh, it's a cover story for other things that what the, the, those people that you call the Greeks were, ne they never existed. Okay. Um, and in fact, uh, they say that the Creek Indians spoke Greek. How, why would the Creek Indians speak Greek? Keep going. I, I... I can't answer that question, but honestly, because we have we have more Greek texts from historical scrolls and uh, copies of of the scribes throughout the ages than we have any other uh, language. Is like the have, ancient Greek is one of the most well documented languages of all you have history. Lots of lies. The reason that the Creek Indians spoke Greek quote unquote, is because what's the people that were uh, that they're the, the, the Greek empire is made up. 
they they transpose the Creeks into Greeks, right? A lot of the stuff that is attributed to the to the Greeks, it was actually the Creek Indians in America doing that shit. Then they took some other shit, right? Because they have to now they have to make up a story, right? And they whitewashed it, right? Made up a story, whitewashed mm. it, bundled a, a bunch of other stuff, right? And said that yo, this is all due to the Greek Empire, just like the Roman Empire never existed. We don't. There's we no don't just have stories. We we have five inch thick books of uh, Plato, Aristotle, Socrates. You know, all these uh, Greek texts have survived and survived in multiple. Mm. No, no, they've come back to us through multiple scrolls, multiple uh, copies and uh inscriptions on you know uh, all kinds of uh did you uh, hear me say earlier that they spent a lot of time fabricating history yeah but 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 who's gonna but they also spend time um they also spend time destroying our libraries and a lot of our ancient texts and sources as well that part exactly a least did right, you get the so text I wanted I sent to you? go back to the Mayan, uh, what mm-hmm. Linnell was talking about. Could you expound on that? Because what I remember yeah. about that was that <coughs> we all had community. So God sent technology uh, to alert the people that were enlightened to go, uh, I guess, under, under in tunnels and stuff like that. Um, but I'm gonna let you finish the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, let me let me tell you what I just sent, Lise. All right. So um, James James Churchward claimed that the Greek alphabet was also meant to to be read in order, right? As an epic, the telling of an end of a of a civilization, right? The alphabet of the Greeks is an epic composed of Karamaya vocables and is commemorative memorial to their forefathers who lost lost their lives at the destruction of Mu. In Plato's Timus Critus, we find this reference to the lost continent, the land of Mu had 10 peoples. Proclus wrote, the lands of the West had 10 peoples. Here we find two of the oldest Greek philosophers writing about the motherland of man. One uses its hieratical name and the other geographical name, but both assert that there were uh, 10 separate peoples. Straight reading heavily break the waters over the plains they cover the low places here. Hold up. So I'll read to you. So the, the breakdown alpha, right? Quote unquote Greek alphabet, right? Um, when you break it down into Karamaya language, right? The al means heavy. The fa means break. The ha means water, right? Beta, B-E, the bay means walk. The ta means uh, where or place or plain ground, right? The gamma breaks down to cam and ma. Cam means receive uh, and ma means mother, right? Delta, which is telta, the tail means deep or bottom. The ta means where. Epsilon breaks down to ep, means obstruct. Zil means make edges. Um, Onam means whirly wind. Where are you getting this from? I mean, it it just seems... uh contradictory to me to use the ancient Greek texts of uh, Plato to claim that the ancient Greeks didn't exist. So, what I'm, I'm telling you I'm, is I'm this. I'm looking at what he's reading and I'm reading it with him and I'm, I'm following along as he's reading because he texted it all to me, the screenshots 
and it's from um, James Churchward. I don't know the, the name of the book, but he did give a reference. So, I mean, you could definitely, you should. If well, could you pin that or, or, or back channel it to me, please? Um, yeah, they're I, images. That's why I had to send them to her phone. Yeah, you can't put pictures in the back channel. So um, yeah. he texted them to me, but just give him the name of the book so that he can, you know, research it for himself. But I'm looking at as he's reading, I'm reading it right along with him, you know. So just, you know, put that in your in your back pocket. And um, so it's James Church Ward. Give what's the title of the book? Um, um, I found a link actually. I'll send it oh, to you, Lisa. Good shit. Good shit. Awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wow. You said James Churchward, yeah. right? The Lost Continent of Moon. Yes, I found Churchward. a book online. There yeah. you go. There you yeah. go. Thank you. Give me Good a shit. second. Can we put it in the Discord, please? Yeah. Give me one second. Yeah. All right. Um. So so he goes this on pretty much. What's five? Yeah. <laughs> oh. All of it. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Um. So, so he just goes on and breaks down each letter of the Greek alphabet, including Omicron, which the Om means world, the Ik means when, the Le means place, and the On means circular, right? So, like he just goes down to break down each each um each Greek alphabet and gives you how it's broken down in the in the Maya language, right? So now I'll read the um I'll read the story, right? So once if you so reading the the Greek alphabet from uh, from alpha to omega um, translates in Mayan language to a story that says and so this is the thing when you read it from when you read it how we read it sounds kind of like it sounds choppy right um, that's why I think they their words or the the way that they read might go backwards or in a different order but I'm gonna read it from from alpha to omega and then i'm gonna tell you how it how i think it really reads all right so reading it from alpha to omega goes like this heavily break the waters extending over the plains they cover the lands in low places where there are obstructions shores form and whirlpools strike the earth with water the water spread on all the on all that lives and moves obstruction give way and submerged is the land of Mu. Peaks only appear above the waters. Whirlywinds blow around and little by little until there comes cold air. Before where valleys existed are now abyss, cold depths, and circular places mud formed. A mouth opens, vapor comes forth, and volcanic sediments. So, like I said, I don't think it's meant to be read how we read. You know, different cultures, um, the way that they, the order that they read is different, Right? So some some go left to right, others go right to left. Some go fucking up and down, right? So um, if I were to read this kind of backwards in chunks, it would sound something like, it would sound like this. And I think this is kind of the way that it's supposed to be read, right? A mouth opens, vapors come forth in volcanic sediment and volcanic sediments. Um, Where it goes? Good. Then I think it comes here. Whirlwinds. Hold on. Whirlwinds blow around, and little by little, until until there comes cold air. Before where valley, oh, no, I think it goes like this: a mouth open, a mouth opens, vapors come forth, and volcanic sediments. Before where valleys existed are now abyss, cold depths, and circular places, mud forms. 
Um, let's see. Peaks only appear above the waters. Whirlwinds blow around and little by little until until there comes cold air. Um, the water spread on all that lives and moves obstruction and moves. Obstructions give way and submerged is the island of Mu. Where there are obstructions, shores formed and whirlpools strike the earth with water. Heavily, heavily breaks the water, extends over the plains and covers the lands in low places. Yeah, some shit like that. But yeah, that, I think it's supposedly read something like that. Well, it's right? compelling. It is very compelling, but it is a story that would make sense uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years before the Greek authors. So, I, Bro, I, so I'd love to... Your, your timeline is is been given to you. Like you have this narrative of when you think things happen, right? Um, and that's what I'm telling you. Everything you think you know about history is wrong. And there's physical evidence to show it. You get what I'm saying? So let me ask you this. In your version of history, where did you read that um, that the entire earth was flooded with mud? So in my version of history, within the, within the past within the past three hundred years, no, it was in the um, uh, well before the Cretaceous era. It was uh, like um, seven hundred million years ago. All right. So you think the Earth was flooded with mud seven hundred million years ago, right? All right. Now check this out. Hold on. PTR. You see my profile picture? Yeah, hold on. Let me look at it. You see the, the heads on Easter Islands have bodies that were covered up with mud, just like that building, that Capitol building was buried two stories under mud. You see that, right? <clears throat> Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah, you see that's it? A, that's, a, that's a classical Roman architecture building uh, that mm -hmm. is persisted in architecture to the present day. Mm -hmm. You see it's covered with mud, right? Well, the bottom part is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You see the, the heads on Easter Island covered with mud? You see that? Okay, I see it, but I'm I'm not understanding. Break it down to me, bro. Like, it, All right, so within, within the past 400 years, there was a worldwide flood of mud where places all over the earth were flooded with mud. The, the buildings that, that I'm going to show you were around when the world was flooded with mud. London was buried with mud. There are pictures of people there. They they literally dug London out of mud. It was buried. The entire city was buried in mud. Right. And I, I'm going to show you buildings sorry. that exist right now. All right. Hold on. You see that here now? Wait, wait. Don't go nowhere. Now look now. Look at look at the one I just put up. You see that? You clearly see it. It was buried in mud. Hmm? You see that it was buried in mud. Yeah, I know. 
I'm, I'm asking my man. Do you see that that was buried? Yeah, I, I, I see it, but how is that any different than the part of Venice, uh, Italy, that got flooded just uh, two years ago, for example? Mm-hmm. So, again, hold on. So, did it get flooded with mud where it was buried? Or was that water, dirty water? Right? Hold on. I got more. Because you see they're digging it out, right? Here, PTR now. You see this building? Does this look 7,000 years old? No. no. Right? You see how you see that was buried in mud, right? There are buildings like this all over the world in your city. What city are you in? Who me? Mountain View, California. Our watershed is our watershed is uh got a giant quarry up on top of it. Hey bro, there are cities, I mean there in California, there are buildings that look just like what I'm showing you where they had to literally dig out from the mud, right? Here, I, mean, I, got, I got another one. I got more. I got a bunch more, actually. Here, PTR. You see, this one, they didn't even dig this out yet. This is an entire structure. It's a huge building. They still haven't uncovered from mud. You think this building is 700,000 years old or however long you think? No, it looks like it's less than a thousand. Uh huh. And you see, it's buried in mud. Damn it completely. There are entire cities that were buried in mud within the past 300 years. Where is that in history? Where did you read about that? Those arches are in the bottom of the structure. It doesn't look like it's buried at all to me. No, 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 no. That's an entire building. It's buried up into the steeple. Yeah, the building's still covered. They haven't dug it out. You can see it's just the top of the building. That's an entire, that's an entire structure that hasn't been dug out. Where did you hear about this in history? In any archaeology class? In any any textbook I, that you got, I honestly no, I do not even see the mud there. It's just a couple of um, uh, uh, either either um, Ottoman or Russian buildings, a, a, a castle next to a tower. No, 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 no. Those are the tops of the buildings. That's the top. Hey, I got something for you. Check this out. So now look at it. Look at this picture I put up now. It's the same building, right? The top and the bottom. These are the same building before and after the mud. Right? See it? No, sir. I don't see any mud anywhere. You don't... He <laughs> dug up out of the mud. That's what he means. Right. The building see, looks the too late. Right. You see it. The bottom of that building was submerged under mud. Right. Now, what they probably did was pack that shit up. And let's move up on the, the next floor. Exactly. So the bottom part of these buildings, some of them, if they have not been carved out, 
They've been exactly. It's still right. buried. Yeah. Exactly. So when you say, well, according to what Boy, I know in history, what I'm pull telling up, you pull is, up. count the number of arches from left to right. One of them has four. The other one has three. Look at the top. Look at the top. It's the same building. I got more. The cognitive dissonance is setting in. Oh, it's I extremely know. strong. No, I it's think he's getting it. He's getting it. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. Nah, he got it. <laughs> no, he ain't. Nah, he don't realize the building is halfway covered up in the tank. Yeah, it's very <laughs> and tears. I look. Just, look, oh. count the number of arches on I the top. There's on the top. Oh. There are four arches on the bottom building. There's five. It's not the same building. This is Junior. Can I add that the second one doesn't have the trees, like the whole sidewalk and the ground. The trees are like even that second building. You can see it's three windows. It's like nine. Then in the other one, it's are another you looking at set the of top? three. Are you looking at the top? Look at the top. It was buried. Yeah, like you see the sidewalk, like the the going into the. The steps mm -hmm. going to the building. So, so the when the sidewalk is, is after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the top oh, pick is wait. when all the mud. Wait. So would that explain why some houses have basements? Exactly. Yay. And mad houses in in and New you, York have so basements. Exactly. You ever see? Look at. So think about when you walk in and you see the. Uh, it looked like the basement, but the window is bricked up. Yeah. But it's halfway sticking up. Yes. Right. That's because of the mud. Shit. The mud came and they didn't dig it out. Yes. And it, ain't, and it ain't a window. It's actually a doorway. Exactly right. A lot of them. A lot of times they move the fucking doorway to the second floor. Because the fucking the, the real doorway was fucking buried. That's why I say y'all see these structures all the time. And you ain't heard shit about this shit. It's right in your fucking face. There was a worldwide mud flood. And we don't fucking talk about it. We ain't know nothing about it because they fucking erased it from our memories. They erased every fucking what well, they try. They're trying to erase it from the fucking collective memories. Do you have any pictures of the empty cities? So you know what? If you look in, so you seen the lost history of flat earth, bro? Uh, I think the five hour joint. Yeah. I'm I'm like three hours in. Bruh. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you almost there. You almost Wait, what's there, it called? Bro, what's going. it called? It's called the lost history of flat earth. I got it out so, this room. It might have been from you. Yeah, it was from me. It was from I sent it to you. Yeah. Is anybody I'm gonna ask y'all a question real quick. Does anybody no. understand the representation of the arcs? Which arcs? In the buildings? All the arcs on the buildings. Oh, oh like yeah. the, uh, the yeah. battery yeah. could have for sounds. Yeah. yeah. Now she, yeah, she's talking about the, the yeah, yeah, the, uh, Yes, I know what you're talking about. The arcs and why they electromagnetic yes. electromagnetic battery yeah, uh, conductor. Go. My, my man yeah. watching the he watching the lost history. He watching Listen. the lost history. 
Check this out too. Everything's about it energy. Look, look, duck, duck, go, arc and astrology. It's gonna blow your mind. We see, we see the arc on the earth every time it rains and the sun shines. That's the rainbow. It's like I've never seen the flat earth, but the representation that I see is is it it's the dome of some sort. So if it's a galactic like dome or if we're under I don't know what we're shielded by, but the way that they're trying to say that Earth is a ball is not a ball. Like you can't pour water on a ball and it don't fall off and dip on the sides and stuff and dip on the floor. So I'm looking. Oh, she's trying to get into some flat Earth talk. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. My bad, Lisa. I hijacked shit with the mud floods. You was asking about the Illuminati, man. My bad. I'm over went all off fucking script. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the mud flood king. <laughs> what about the flat earth king? Nigga, I'm gathering I titles said, in there. I'm over here in the background. I'm crying real tears. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 where did Jim go? Y'all done blew that man mind up, bro. Uh, he thinks we're crazy you. now. His Jim probably Jim, come back. Jim probably yeah. unfollowed now, thanks to you. My bad. Like I said, my bad. I hijacked the, the conversation. I'm going on mute. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> the conversation's going to flow and go wherever it needs to go, you know, especially after a certain time of the night. You know what I mean? We we coming up on the on the the witching hour. You know what I mean? So information is this guy out there. So nah, it's all good. But um y'all could just keep the conversation flowing. You know, I'm over here just listening for real. But um with the Illuminati, I don't even want to get back into that for real. But I'll just say this, right? That is not something that you can join. You know, the people that you see throwing up the sides and the symbols and your favorite rappers and actors and all these celebrities, um, they're not in it, okay? It's a bloodline thing, okay? That bloodline was instituted. Now, you could go back into, like, the, the Nephilim. You could go back into Babylon and Samaria, you know, into the, the Adonaki bloodline, all these things. Um what they're doing now, and this is what this guy's going to talk about, is how the reset of the world that we're going through is also with this vaccination, another human genome project, which is basically these alien beings that are walking amongst us that have need adrenochrome, these people that have usurped our, you know, um, the, 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 the true ancients of the earth our information and they're basically Illuminati just means the illuminated ones. Right. And so in order for you to be truly illuminated, you have to have the light, the divine spark, right. That comes from the great mother. Okay. If you understand the Gnostic, um, you know, um, philosophy, it's about the great mother, Sophia, that divine spark when you're dealing with Kabbalah, right. We all have that. We have that light inside of us. So you are the illuminated ones. That's that's the gag. That's the whole gag right there. So you've got these beings, your Aldabaoth, the Demiurge, 
with the archons, basically who don't have that light that are usurping your light. And that's why they need to feed off of you. So they're calling themselves the illuminated ones when they're not the illuminated ones. The only way they can be illuminated is by feeding off of you, right? So this group of people who have usurped the planet, they have a time limit on this, okay? These beings respond allegedly from this blizzard king named Pindar in the Huska castle over in Bohemia, okay? Um, you can look, you can, that you can research, you can look that up, right? Um, as far as the Huska castle, I don't, you know, Pindar, it's not a lot of information on Pindar, the lizard king, but you can go, you know, not, don't Google it, duck, duck, go it, you know, um, bit shoot it, but definitely don't Google it because you're not going to find anything. It's, you're going to find some random stuff that's not relevant to this, but these individuals, they have their orders and their secret societies. And this is this hidden shadow government and world. It's not just a shadow government, it's a shadow world that exists out there that we don't know anything about, you know? So that is what the Illuminati is. This You, you can't pledge to become it. Now, you know, um, Beyonce's whole Lemonade album was showing you her initiation process into something, but what was it? What, what was she being initiated into, okay? It's definitely not the Illuminati, right? There's many orders, the Council of 300, um, you know, there's so many different, um, orders and it's late and I can't think straight right now, but, um, I can't name all the names, but there's so the Knights Templar, the Knights of Malta, you know, um, the, there's so many, there's so, so many of them. And it's all about them and their, it's like the Game of Thrones, right? If you've seen the Game of Thrones, how there was all these different families that had all these different powers. If you really want to know how the world works, you have to go back and watch period pieces because it's the same, the same mentality of kings and queens, your politicians, your government officials, those are your kings and queens, your um, entertainers. Those are the jesters, the court jesters, the, the courtesans. They're there to entertain. They're the buffer between the, the royalties of the world and us. And so they're there to, you know what I'm saying? So the Illuminati doesn't, that, first of all, it's not real. It's real, but it's not, they're not the true illuminated ones, okay? We are. And we have to take our power back. And um, the entertainers, they're being um, initiated into like the Masonic order, which is not something that is by bloodline, okay? So yeah, that's it. That's all I got right now. So when Biden says they're fighting for the souls of America, they're talking about you. To gain our souls? Yeah, because we already know they don't have souls. So it's a transaction, right? Like it's a transfer, you know. I mean, I'm asking the question. Well, so Lisa, quick question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we're actually in a prison planet or the dome is protecting us from something worse? Uh, we're in a prison planet, period. Okay. 
Yeah. What's your thoughts on the simulation, Lisa? We're trapped in the hell realm. And the only way that you escape is by doing the work. You know what I'm saying? And so that when you do make your transition, that you just, you figured out how to not to come back. Right? Because even if, like Brother Panic said when he came on the show, um, even if we move into this new golden age, which is the cycles on earth, okay? We're going into a new golden age, which we will not experience. You know, we're just here to do the work. Flanell is doing the work. You know what I'm saying? Exposing the things that he exposes. I'm doing the work, exposing the things that I expose, but also the inner work. That's the most important work is the work that you do on yourself so that you know, you know, what, what, what this all is. And so you know how to, when it's your time and you've done what you need to do here and your time has expired. You don't come back to this bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because even if we change the world and change the course of this and they we have another 10,000 years or however long, five to 10,000 years of a golden age where civilization, you know, rises up and, you know, um, you know, we're, we're dealing with not a fear frequency, but one of our love, you know, we're operating from our heart centers. Everyone's third eyes are open that has already been done that it, eventually what's going to happen is a the, the earth will eventually have another cycle so the the flaw of this whole entire existence is the fact that duality exists you could never achieve utopia or perfection you could never be the god body that you're supposed to be not on this earth not on this planet not on this realm so we we shift it and we go through different yugas and different earth cycles but this ain't the place to be. It's it's not like we are quantum beings, you know? And so it's about perspective, about understanding, you know, what is happening while you're here. And so it is important to uncover things. It's uncover it's important because that's a part of your own personal spiritual growth. If you're thinking, okay, my whole life is I'm supposed to make all this money you know, and become a Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg or whatever. And if I'm not, I'm somehow inferior and, and just making money and leaving a legacy behind and, you know, and, 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 and passing that on. Yeah. You know, should you try to do those things? I think so. You should not against it at all. You know, you should build something for your children, but the most thing that you can give them is knowledge because you don't, we don't realize that we're living in a manufactured world. <laughs> That's the crazy part, you know? And it's the thing is some things that cannot always be proven because you should be able to know this when you're tapped in, it's your it's a knowing that you have inside of you. It's is you you're tapped into the collective unconscious, okay? And which is basically the Akashic records. There they the science has proven that epigenetics is a thing. It actually exists, right? Which means that your ancestors' memories and their traumas and their experiences, their joys, all of that can come to live inside of you. This is something that is passed down genetically. Everything, the, the blood is the key. The blood is the key to everything. And I'm going to do a room about that, just about bloods, blood and bloodlines, because it's so important that people understand the nature of the blood, you know, and why these demons are feeding off of us 
and our blood and our organs and everything and the adrenochrome and all of that. So this is what Ghislaine Maxwell, they were the har you know, um, harbingers of this. This is what they did. You know, this is this was a part of their role. Is to keep that they're like supply chain managers, but of humans. Wow. <laughs> you gotta let that sink in. That's deep. Piece of the room. So. I just heard that um, now that she's been found guilty, that they're going to seal the case. So all the people that's involved that in the case, um, none of the names will come out and the details about the accomplices are going to get sealed up now that the, uh, she's been found guilty. Is that true? Well, did y'all talk about that? Peace. Anyone want to come in? I hope not. I think it should be public record. Yeah, I just I just uh, saw on Instagram a posting about how that um, after she gets sentenced, they're going to seal the case and all the details and all the people that are involved is going to get sealed along in the case. Hmm. That means that everyone in the country that cares should file freedom of information uh, requests for the files, and if they won't do it, sue them under violation of rights under deprivation of color, of rights under title 18242 that's a good task for uh those who want to take it on i'd be willing to do that yeah i was just i just saw this and i saw the title of the room so i was wondering if um y'all spoke on that because i found that interesting that they're going to cover it up now that's not protecting children to me. That's not how you protect well, children. Well, the whole thing um, is about, you know, the whole, I mean, I don't think anyone, not anyone that's been in any of the rooms, I've been covering it for like um, since the very beginning. And I don't think that anyone in this room, this club, thought that this was going to be in any sort of expose, which is sort of why we've been doing our own personal expose you know, of all of this, you know what I mean? So, um, this, like I kept saying, this whole trial was a big nothing burger, you know? Um, and so they had to have a quote unquote scapegoat so that it can appear like, let's put a, a bow on it. Right. And we're going to, you know, get, get rid of it. It's, it's gone. So now this is something that they can say publicly that we dealt with it. We, you know, and so anything that comes out around it, is going to now be deemed a conspiracy theory. This is how this is how they work. So nothing was ever going to come out of this case at all. You know what I'm saying? This is just a dog and pony show. And with Epstein, them suiciding Epstein and shuffling him off to an island somewhere with a new face, they didn't anticipate that the public would still be digging this deep into into the Epstein saga and finding all these connections. So this is their other attempt, I believe. I don't know, guys. This is all speculation from me. I don't know if this is true or not, but this is just what I think, that um, this is a way to make this go away. So it, it doesn't have to be discussed. They addressed it. It's over with. It's done. 
you know, um, but it was never intended for names to come out and for this to be real because too many people would be implicated. Literally, goddamn everybody would. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your 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 politicians, your judges, lawyers, doctors, um, all the way up to the Vatican. You know what I'm saying? Like in every aspect, every area of society. So and and that's what I want everybody to realize is that this is so pervasive. It is actually a fa- a part of the fabric of the reality that we live in. This shit is normal. We just don't know. That's why there's so many missing people all the time. From children. And this is, I, you know, I'm going to go back. Plus, plus you get the weird celebrity stuff like this basics. And stuff like that. I can't help but think that that's not tied in somehow, you know, and other, you know, just weird things that happen, you know, in um, in Hollywood. I don't know. The rabbit hole is deep. Well, before the, the case actually started, didn't the judge that's assigned to the case say that the uh, the details should be hidden from the public because it's too pervasive or something like that. I know y'all in, in here are sleeping on the stage. I know Nihal's probably sleeping. She's in the UK. The rest of y'all sleep? No, I'm up, I'm up. Okay. I'm up. No, we mm-hmm. up. We up. We just enjoying the conversation. We Y'all are tap in. <laughs> I'm just sitting back and, you know. Y'all smoking y'all weed. Oh, yeah. You know I'm rolling up. You know I'm rolling up. <laughs> nope. I smoke the, I smoke the best. <laughs> Straight up. I spend good money on my weed, so I know. Yeah. What you doing over there, Lisa? You good? You getting sleepy? You drinking? You smoking? What you doing? (laughs) I get sleepy. I didn't turn over on my side. (laughs) It's a lot to take in, though. We gonna have to get. We we gotta put. We gotta protect Lisa, man. She making rooms like this. We gonna have to get us some security or something, man. These motherfucking uh. Crazy motherfuckers out here with difference of opinions and all that shit. But it's a dope room, though, Lisa. This is, I think these conversations need to be had more and more often. You know what I mean? Are we trying to cover too much shit up? I know. Yeah, we're going to get into a little bit more of this um, on Tuesday. You guys don't want to miss that room. If you're in this room and you're not already following me, Make sure you give me a follow. Make sure you follow Linnell. Make sure you follow um, Ryan. Um, but yeah, we're going to do... Um, and make sure you're following the club as well, you guys. If you want to join the Discord, the link is at the top. Just click the link and follow the instructions. Um, but yeah, I have a guest coming on. And, um, you know, we're going to get into Operation Mind Control. <clears throat> because a lot of the public is under mind control. We're going to, like I said, you know, this is how we got talking about what you were talking about, Linnell the he um the the greek alphabet 
And um, oh, by the way, um, Sky sent me a link to that book um, by James Churchward. He's a, a, a colonel, lieutenant colonel, and the book was published in 1931. That's the book, right, Linnell? Mm-hmm. And um, so this is a white man. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's just, you know what I'm saying? Um, cause I, and guy, he was very triggered. He left the room and I hate that he felt that way, but he left the room because, um, I guess he couldn't deal with that or whatever, but yeah, I didn't, you know, Omicron is there and the way that it was broken down and all of that. So they have used this, these languages and these things that they have made up. And these are codes and codexes. And the only way that you know this stuff is you got to study the occult. Some people feel scared about that, you know, but if you study the occult is there and you can, you know, piece it apart because a lot of these individuals, they just came up onto the knowledge, you know, they, and they, they have it and they're utilizing it to their benefit while they're giving you Mickey Mouse and bubble gum bullshit and you're thinking you know there i don't want to be offensive but you know you got to pray to a god that that they gave you to pray to while they're tapping into all this other stuff and running the world you know what i'm saying right, so. right. hey lisa um i wanted to ask you this is rico by the way speaking um i wanted to ask you like, what's your take on... Like, you were really just touching on something I wanted to ask a question about. Like, as far as them using, like, how important symbology is and how they use our symbol. Like, earlier, um, a man was speaking on how they worship Satan or whatnot, and I was thinking of the Baphomet, that symbol of the goat, and these ancient symbols are really, you know, once you study the occult, you get more comfortable with knowing these symbols are just representing our energies. And a lot of people don't know this, um, you know, and also religion has made people feel like, you know, five-pointed star or Baphomet head, a lot of this has been deemed to be evil. Um, I just wanted to kind of elaborate on how you feel about that, like us knowing how important symbology is and um, those symbols you know, represent our energies and how we can use them and whatnot. I think that symbolism is paramount because everyone is being controlled by symbols. So symbols are the, the language of the subconscious mind. And I, I repeat this quite often, right? Um, three ways to program the subconscious mind is through repetition, through trauma and symbolism. So everyone right now is traumatized as hell. You're being programmed. Because here's a trauma is the fear is leads to trauma, which is, I think I'm going to die. Be so, you know what I'm saying? You've been going, you've been under this massive mind control for the last two years. When you turn on the television, they're telling you every reason in the world to be scared to get 9-11. They don't stop. You know, every couple of years you get a new fear program. If you're black, they're giving you slave movies and, you know, and that's re, um, re-upping. You know what I'm saying? It's like your computer and you need new new software. The software needs an upgrade. So in case you start to get too free and think, oh, oh, let's give you another slave movie and remind you and put you back in your mentally in a certain time in your subconscious mind. So that is that's why you have a lot of black people running around on the in the world 
feeling disempowered or feeling as though that, you know, uh, having a victim mindset because this program doesn't stop running. So the three languages I said, so trauma, okay, that's trauma, repetition, repeating, repeatedly giving you those things and then symbolism. So symbolism, you'll see um, certain things that are being pictured to you in, in movies, that's symbolism. You know, symbolism is the ads that you see advertising. That's all of that programs your subconscious mind. Now, I see this all the time. People just sitting around and you now start to act out what you, what's being presented to you in pictures, in symbols. And so you think that you are in control, but you're not. It is, you know, that's why I always say that a lot of people are not in control of their own vessel. Because unless you understand the symbols then you don't know what you're looking at and that's when you get susceptible to programming. That's when it bypasses your consciousness, your conscious mind. Because if you're looking at it and you don't see what it is and it goes into your subconscious, it bypasses that, you're acting from a place of your subconscious thoughts and programs. It's like the things that you've been programmed with as a child, you don't know why you act the way that you act. It's because of your experiences that you've had. So you're not consciously really aware of them, you know? So symbolism is extremely important. So much so that I put um, a lot of books in the Discord, in the book section, PDFs for um, symbolism so people can get to start understanding what symbolism is. So you have to understand what symbolism is on a, um, a daily level, right? Just your operational life level but then also get into um, the symbolism that they use, occult symbolism, what they mean, things of that nature. So I highly recommend, is an absolutely paramount that people get familiar with symbology because it is the language of the conscious mind and that's what they use to program you, one of the ways. Definitely. I feel like a lot of these like, um, just perpetuate like that fear of people all the time, like those scary movies or whatnot. Hey, you have to so, fix your microphone there, Rico. Can you hear me now? A little bit better, but not much. Well, let me take out the earphone. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's better. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say um, a lot of these scary or horror movies, like. As far as like sinister, for example, and um, paranormal, not paranormal activity per se, but let's say sinister, like these movies that have images and um, what they would would we would call a cult, like negative annotations on what um, using these symbols are. Like it's um, it's always a perpetual. So it's just like the same thing in every movie. Like you're using it for sacrifice, for killing, to conjure up um, an evil spirit. And kids are always involved in those movies. Like, they're always taking children. Like, how you, um, what would you say about those movies and how they perpetuate the fear in people as well? Like, how well, do we often get used to that? Well, the movies are the number one vehicle for programming, right? So that's why you even, um, you know, understand the brain waves. When you're in alpha state, that's like, if you're driving down the hallway, that's um, the hallway, down the highway, that's when you're the most programmable is when you're in alpha state. So you go to work all day, 
you know, you drop the kids off at daycare, you know, you, you, you get through traffic, you get to work, you sit in a cubicle all day, you're doing all this stuff, you're dealing with the world, then you go pick up your kids, you come home, you know, you got to um, prepare dinner, help them with their homework, if they have after school activities, all these things. So by the time you've done this whole day, now you're ready to sit down for what they call programming. Is that not what they call television? They, they tell you it's a program. You're watching a program. Come on, guys. And what do they call eight o'clock? That's prime time programming, prime time. So you've done all this, you're tired, your brain is gone. So you take your shower and you sit down and you know eat your dinner and you sit down in front of the TV and you get ready for your prime time programming, okay? So that is the number one vehicle that is utilized to program people. You gotta watch the movie Inception, okay? Where they talk, and that goes a, a lot deeper, it's extremely advanced, but you know, at least try to watch it and figure it out. You know, um, if you, you guys want to do a room on it, breakdown or something like that, then we can t discuss that later. But this is about planting ideas and thought forms into your subconscious mind. So you get up and you're walking around the world. You're thinking this is the shit that you believe. You can just even look at social media when something goes viral or, you know what I'm saying, a topic. Someone called me a contrarian. <laughs> on Facebook one time, I was like, what? I was clutching my pearls. Like, why would you call me that? Because I don't go with the status quo. Because wherever you see everyone else going, you got to go the other direction. If not, you're a part of the herd. You're part of the sheep. You're not thinking for yourself. And one of the ways that you can know that whether you're programmed or not is take a break from social media, come back, take a week off and come back and then you will see that you will see it in a different light than when you know just constantly every single day you know you being caught up in this whole vortex of information so hopefully that makes sense that made perfect sense lisa thank you And, and Lisa, I just want to say thank you for creating this vortex so we can open our minds and we can connect our subconscious minds and we can truly edify our souls so we can truly ascend to a, a higher frequency because in an everyday world where we continue bamboozled and hoodwinked by all this information constantly in our ears and in our eyes, it's very hard to keep that conscious mind unless you truly are awake and do go against the status quo. So this is why it's very refreshing and it's very powerful that we continue to use impeccable words and unite together and build each other up so we know that we are not the bad people here because we're constantly looked at as the bad folk that, hey, you're just some crazy person. Like, wh what's the point? Well, the point, what is the point of life, right? How can we truly leave our mark? And I believe that's why we're all in this room right now, because we're truly leaving, leaving our prints our marks, and it's and it's very, uh, it's very enlightening. And I just want to say thank you very much because these deep conversations need to be had. And and thank God we got an app like Clubhouse where we can come together and we could be talking about any type of shit that we want to right now. Face it, but we're in here actually elevating our minds, and we are the resistance. We are the ones who are program programming. 
the programmed. And I just want to salute everyone in this room because real recognize real and y'all are looking and sounding familiar. This is AJ. I'm dropping the mic. Hey. Oh, also, guy, uh, another quick ad- admin note. Linnell, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Have you seen the new Matrix movie? Do you really want to talk about that piece of trash? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a room okay? Cause I'm so fucking mad. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even finish this shit, and I today. Yeah. I, I got up to the first half you know, hour. That, but we're gonna, no. we're gonna talk about it, and I'm gonna do a room on it. Probably, what's today? Wednesday? Either probably tomorrow evening or maybe Friday. But I know you have a room going Friday, right, Linnell? Or is it tomorrow? No, no, I'm off this week. I'm off this week. Uh, the, the boss gave me the week off, so. Okay. I'm okay. Cool. So we got to talk about the metaphysical aspect of what this whole new Matrix bullshit was about, right? How to reinsert you back into the Matrix. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. If you have not watched the movie The Last Matrix, first, hopefully, first of all, you've watched the first series of The Matrix, one, two, and three. Um, but, you know, if you haven't, you got until, I may do it tomorrow. I may do it tomorrow or either Friday, but just, you know, if you have some time tomorrow, try to at least watch the new Matrix because we're I'm going to go in on that stupid shit. Make sure you pin me in. I love you make that. And then shouts out Linnell. Who said HBO? That's Devon. HBO. Oh, shit. Look who resurrected from the fucking uh, grave. What's going on, Devon? Nothing much, yeah. brother. I'm not uh, done with it, but I am just because I watched part of it earlier in the day. But uh, it it reminds me of Fight Club 2. If you read the comic sequel they did for uh, that, just want to throw that out there for anyone. It's also very meta and sort of like, well, I'm doing a sequel, but what's it going to be? about and whatever just not to get into either of them that much but i think i think it's like too on the nose and some of the dialogue it could be better but it's interesting it has stuff in it that i'm curious to see where it goes so i'm keeping going with it you know what the crazy part about it you know how you know it's really trash because damn near everybody i talked to that seen the movie fell asleep at some point in the movie okay <laughs> That's right. The beginning was boring, but then uh, the end of it, I, I was going to say it was, I, I actually, I started it and I watched half and I said, man, this is garbage. But then the next day, someone did, someone told me about the ending and I said, oh, I got to go watch the ending then. So after you actually finish it, that movie was actually incredible um, because it, it's, it, oh. I was an hour in and I didn't know what the fucking plot was, bro. <laughs> All right, look. I, I went to the movie. I was like, man. yo, what the fuck is the plot? No, that's right. But um, basically... Uh, he, part four, I, I guess I don't want to spoil it. Never mind. I'm just going to say this, that, uh, what happens, I can, I don't know. Is, is spoiling it bad right now? Like, yeah, do we even care yeah, about spoiling it? Don't spoil it, man. That's don't spoil it. Man. I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, let's give the people in the room a chance to go see it. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm spoiling it by uh, trash. Well, I mean, because yeah, my point is. it's been out like three days. Yeah, it's trash. It's trash. You know what I'm saying? And I really want to get into it, you know, but I, I honestly, I didn't finish watching it. Um, I don't even feel like I need to finish watching it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you know, you know. 
Are you with me? But Linnell? if you finish it, you, you actually get great. some little insight because because they do throw some gems no, in at I, the end. That's, the, that's how they got y'all. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's why we talk about it. it's important because mm. that whole I'm gonna just give you this is a spoiler, okay? That shit was to reinsert you right back into the damn matrix. This is trying to do what the third version of the matrix was trying to do, but did not accomplish. It's sort of like the Glenn Maxwell trial. This is, they're trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Okay. (laughs) They tried to, they tried to cipher everybody, Lisa. Exactly. Yo, I was pissed. They could have kept that shit. Bill was right back in the situation with these, this new generation of people. And he's in there fighting with this, um, some random ass dude named Morpheus. I'm like, what the, f-? you know, yo, listen. Okay. So I got to get my shit out, but it ain't going to be tonight. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Like that movie. I, I, I just, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm gonna watch it. I'm going to, I'm going to start from the beginning. It, that shit is two and a half hours long for no reason. I already know. So you know, yeah. the point is, the point is that you are Neo, like we are Neo and the woman is Trinity. So it's it's about man. When you watch it, it they're talking about us, mm-hmm. and, and obviously, um, that Matrix world was powered by humans. So they they intend for us to be those people in those pods that power the Matrix. So when you watch it, you're going to figure out what happens. But the the main idea is that that movie is about a man who puts on a virtual headset and he can do whatever he wants in the Matrix. The Matrix is another word for the metaverse. They, so in the exactly, trailer, that's what this that's right. movie is about: putting you back into the mm-hmm. metaverse. But you're saying all this, but the thing is. We already, Neo already did that. You don't do Neo. They got this nigga taking mm. blue pills. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there are too many direct shout outs to the original without spoiling things. Like, you know, there are inside jokes like the Spider-Man that came out this weekend. Also not going to spoil, but everybody should see that. That was outstanding. Uh, but also with Matrix 4 uh is as we're having this conversation it's making me think of the godfather part three which is also unwatchable the first two are incredible but the the third one is like they hmm? i said the worst godfather out of the series oh yeah 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 so the the thing though i'm sorry there will be no godfather three slander what are you talking about Hey, look, look, hey, Linnell, what they don't understand was, is how that movie I'm sorry explained. to have started this. Apologies, everyone. Bro. They, don't, they don't understand how that movie explained how the mob went le- legit and owns so many other industries mm. up in this bitch. Bro. I didn't I mean, say it right. wasn't informational. I just said that compared to one and two, the shit wasn't, it wasn't hit. Dude, that's like saying season two of the of the wire is trash. No, it may not be as good as the other seasons, but it was not trash. You covered this right, right now. Godfather, Godfather three. You you may say, yo, I like one and two way better than three. Cool, but Godfather three gave you some fucking heat, dude. The more he tried to go legal, the more crooked he saw shit was. Like it went full fucking circle, man. Jesus Christ. You know what? I could do a whole never mind. You know what? I digress. I'm going over. We're gonna talk <laughs> yeah, about this later. I just I want... did not pay homage to this. Okay. If it, if I might say just the reason I brought it up is actually entirely different about them. It's just to say about the actors, like the fact that they got 
like a few notable people from the cast to come back from Godfather 3 and the same thing with Matrix 4 where it's like you got people in the door with uh like to see the movie because of the people because of oh we're going to continue doing the thing and Godfather 3 also doesn't have the same vibe it's like too straightforward where the others just let the story do its own thing more naturally and maybe like on the top three of things that are just simply not better from a technical standpoint the cinematography and shadow work in godfathers one and two are gorgeous and like you could hang some moments from that movie on a wall but godfather three is all really bright direct lighting it looks like a uh tv sitcom like lighting it just is not the same it doesn't look like it is part of the same story just want just to add so i say no godfather three slander and then you say okay and proceed to slander godfather three gotcha i'm going on uh real quick you said the story it's actually a documentary if you think about it the uh mafia the, the mob they they're connected to the Vatican. You have Al Pacino over there in the Vatican with the Pope. Mm-hmm. The Godfather is the Pope. The He's the Papa. That's right. That's right, guys. It's a documentary. How how the Vatican the Vatican brings their their stuff over here to to continue the the regime. So yeah, take over. And that's why the mob stay along. They stay around so long. You know, Drake. I fuck with the mob, and I got ties. Drake called Draconian. Draconian. Yes. Yo, um, you know what? It's something that was just mentioned a couple minutes ago before my man went on a three-and-a-half-minute slander of, of, of Godfather 3 that I specifically asked him not to do. But there was something before that that um, I think is important, right, that we don't often talk about, right? <clears throat> um, so the, it was a context of being in the Matrix and what they use people for in the matrix right so when you say yo they use people for you know for energy for batteries and shit right my question is always this so y'all were here when i was talking about um when i was just talking about the mud floods right um not sure if it would surprise people to know um when we talk about history right and how i tell you that everything you think you know about history is 100 wrong right so one of the things that's interesting are railroads right well most people think that they were built in the 1800s right railroads are three four hundred years old maybe longer maybe longer than that right the railroads have been here for a very long time right um when you look at um the railroads in Grand Central, <clears throat> um, Penn Station in Philly, um, what's the one in D.C., the one at the Union Station in Chicago, right? There are all these different railroads, and they all look very similar, like, from an overview, right? The way that, you, the way that you're supposed to look at cities to understand them is not from the ground. It's from the sky. Looking from the, like, from, from the bird's eye view of cities tells you exactly what they are. Right, it gives you uh, uh, the big picture. So, one of the things that I always ask people, 
right, is why did slavery happen? And that, and I don't want you to think about it the way that, again, don't think about it historically. You got these people, right? Um, a lot of people you kill, but you didn't kill everybody, right? So when you look at the, the, uh, the actual mechanics of slavery, they took people from North America, moved them to South America, from South America, from North, uh, from South America to North America, from Europe to America, from America to Africa. Like there was a big shuffling of people. They shuffled these people around, right? Instead of killing them. Why did they shuffle them around instead of killing all these people? They killed a bunch of people, right? If you anybody ever heard of the catacombs of Paris? Anybody ever heard of that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tato, did you say that shit? Yes. You know I said that. Yeah. It's in Paris, in Italy, in Italy too, people, huh? People, people who don't be in my fucking room. <laughs> anybody who don't be in my room. Yeah, we talk about this shit. Y'all are knocking the fuck off. Um, if anybody, anybody who ain't been in my room ever heard of the catacombs of Paris? It's like a bunch of bones and a bunch of like, <clears throat> a lot of the dead people. Like, it's one it's in Italy sure. too, huh? Is is there are lots of them? There yeah, are lots of five of them shits, and, and it's dead. not just it's not a pile of bones, right? It's a bunch of bones that they use to build structures with, right? It's buildings. Built out of fucking that's bones. That's crazy. What right? So we're talking about mm. it's millions of bones. Uh, I've seen an estimate that said it was at least 18 million people, people's bones that they used to make these buildings. Okay? So they didn't kill all. So they killed off millions and millions of people, but they didn't kill off everybody. The question is why? To make us batteries in the future. You're close. The fact of the matter is, we're already batteries. Not in, and yeah. us moving around, we're we're batteries right now. Right now, us moving around is what powers this place, right? So when you get into um, divine, you already know about the Tartarian Empire and the energy from the buildings, right? Hey, the question Linnell, is, think about induction. Exactly. Exactly. People moving around is what gives this place energy, right? Everybody already, like, you already know that you produce energy. You have a magnetic field, you produce energy. Us moving around is how this place uh, uh, gets its power. That's why we have to go to work. That's why we have to go places. That's why trains exist. That's why Ferris wheels exist. Trains exist because us moving around on that gives it energy. Like, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the computer design. Um, there's a, there's something in the computer chip called the bus. If you look at a bus, it looks just like um, fucking the train system. Right? We are what's powering this place. That's why they couldn't kill everybody off. Because then they wouldn't have the energy to power this place. They actually needed the bodies here. They don't need too many, but they need bodies here. Right? It's one of them things. So that's what I mean. It's not they're trying to put you in the matrix. You're already in it. You just don't know it. You You literally create energy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Do you remember in the movie when they said that 
we dangle a little fear in front of their eyes and they produce like so much more exactly dude Linnell, i followed you so happily tonight thank you so much he said uh they, they they have power with fear and desire he said that people they they create more energy and he's like what's the what's the key is that people fear to lose what they have and they desire to have what they don't have so fear and desire is key make make people always fear what they to lose what they have and make sure people always desire what they don't have and that's how they, and that's how they get the most energy for sure and what Linnell said is right um obviously Linnell Linnell put me on that uh what's it called that, that hour uh the lost, lost history, history yep. yeah. after that brother I said holy but anyways what they're doing now yeah, it's divine. So, so right now in Australia, they're putting older people who have, uh, it's called, they're pulling back on public disability benefits. So if you are paralyzed in Australia right now, you're not paralyzed anymore because with the invention of augmented or virtual reality, you can now put on a haptic suit and those people who are on, on free hospital beds because they're disabled and they can't work physically, well, now they can work. So now they have to pay for their hospital bed by working on remote robotics. It's called telepresence labor. So now they really will be harnessing your energy and getting more energy out of you. So they just want to get every every little bit of energy out of you. They're putting uh, children in Ethiopia. There's 5 million children on the blockchain digital ID, and they're going to be on virtual reality headsets. So they're kind of labeling it, labeling it like nobody in the future will be jobless because even the people who are disabled have jobs on virtual reality. What they can do is they can they can mow lawns in Texas from Australia controlling a robot, telepresence labor. They can uh, take care of... They can uh, work a cafe in Japan with telepresence labor. They could even, um, you could even clean hotels as a maid using a robot with the remote robot robotics telepresence labor. This is part of the new global workforce. So they're actually going to use these sen these uh, wearable technologies and also sensors to for piezoelectric energy harvesting. So yeah, it's it's literally extractivism where humans are the next source of uh, resource extraction. Data is the new oil. So yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna literally put sensors everywhere. Uh, Georgia Tech right now is developing a gamification program where they're gonna use ubiquitous, seamless, invisible sensors everywhere. So uh, that's where we're headed to this transhumanist future with, with just energy extraction of all life, not just humans, all life. They plan on putting sensors on the animals and trees so they can uh, track them and make sure they're healthy and stuff like that. Yeah, guys, it's it's the uh, it's just Agenda 21, Agenda of the 21st Century, technocratic and corporate takeover under the name of environmentalism and sustainable development, where nobody's poor, nobody's hungry in the future. They're going to feed everyone, and these are just fake solutions. How do you feed everyone? We're going to give them 3D-printed food. How do you make sure no one's left out of school for these uh, third-world countries who don't have uh, who have access to schools? We'll, we'll give them virtual reality headsets. What about doctors? We'll give them... Uh, the, they're going to replace teachers with computers and doctors with computers and police with computers. The police force, their chief is going to be the AI. And all of our data is going to be used for predictive profiling. But yeah, that's just a little bit of a... 167 countries signed up for it in 1992. Sustainability. Um, the, basically, everything will be, you know, all things will be um, tracked. All things will be owned. All things will be in all part of this system. Uh, and this is what they're focusing on for 2030. Absolutely. On the matrix, going to go down. And, and 5G, it, it all of it runs on 5G. It's called the Internet of Things, the Internet of Bio Nano Things, the Internet of Bodies. 
the fourth industrial revolution or globalization 4.0 is just complete. Yeah, for sure. You, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. That's right. I got a question for Linnell. Peace. Okay, so now earlier, because I've, you, in the conscious community, quote unquote, if that's what you want to call it, you hear multiple people say, well, you know, it doesn't matter <clears throat> if you don't celebrate, um, you know, like holidays, don't like participate, right? Don't, don't give your energy. They say that don't give your energy, don't give your energy. But I never really understood that until you just said what the hell you just said, right? So now please correct me if I'm wrong. So does that connect with like, um, going together for these holidays and moving around that that um that energy we get off is that what they quote unquote like use to what a uh, feed on or whatever type do you see these kind of see what I'm trying to ask is I that do. what that is yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so now that's something different okay. right so um what I was referring to was the physical energy like you're physically giving them energy when you move around you we physically give this place energy now what you're saying is uh also matters what you pay attention to right um it also makes uh makes a difference what you give energy energy to in terms of the rituals that you participate in also fucking matters you get what i'm saying so all yeah. of that shit matters all your participation definitely matters right um because what happens is um your participation helps to helps to strengthen the geomancy you get what I'm saying? Like they have us all under a spell. And the more you exactly. participate in the rituals, the more you help strengthen their fucking hold. Even if you call yourself quote unquote not participating. <clears throat> Again. Let me let me break that down a little bit too. Go ahead. Okay, so this is when you understand self mastery, right? You could not be a religious person, but if you understand how energy works, you can go into a church and you can usurp that energy, right? When people gather at, you know, sporting events, you know what I'm saying? Like that is energy that's being channeled. Now, are you a part of contributing to that energy or are you there to utilize the energy for your own self, right? Yeah, okay. Um, I do in certain stuff, but I it's it's about your intentions and how you do it and why you're doing it, right? There's a difference. That's when you become a master of this bitch. Okay. So again, because you in it, no matter what, your ass is going to the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? You ain't planting in the backyard. You know, you going to someone's job. So let's not let you know what I'm saying. Let's not be crazy with this shit. You, you understand what I'm saying? So as to what degree, how do you know? How are you participating in what you're participating in? You know, um, if you go to a concert, like all that energy, like that Travis Scott concert, that was a ritual. Every time you go to a concert, ritual. Every time you go to the fucking mall, you, that's a big ass temple that everyone is worshiping. All the shit that's in there. They, you know what I'm saying? That's a mosque. Just do the research on it. You know what I'm saying? Start looking at it from a different perspective. But when you understand what energy is, you can go into a church. And you don't have any religious affiliation whatsoever, but you can just sit there in a neutral perspective and you can garner up whatever, you know what I'm saying? When the people get to jumping and hoping and hollering and all that stuff, 
and you can take that energy and you flip it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to. So just understand that this is what they do. That's what they do. Can they I add believe on? in the shit that they got? Hey, hey, real real quick. This shit. Oh, they don't believe in it. So when you hey. get to a certain level, when you understand how energy is and how you move around in this in this matrix, then you know which energy pockets, which grid, you know, ley lines, and you know, you can feel where the energy's at. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's all subjective. You know what I'm saying? It, to me, it's all subjective because the energy of my family being happy because I'm cooking for Thanksgiving or whatever, I don't believe in that shit. I don't believe in no damn Christmas, none of that. But you'll see those, you know what I'm saying? I know how to step into that space, you know, and 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 still be neutral in that space and take the energy for myself to be able to propel whatever my goals and wishes and desires are. That's when you become a master. Hey, Scott, real I'm quick. I'm definitely dude, in his thing. Yeah. Dude, just to add on with what Lisa said about energy harvesting and how to use it, look at my PTR. Can you see it? <clears throat> yes. Hold up. It's still you know the, it's the building, but it's popping. I'm no, seeing no, no, the no, building, no. but it's it. like. Click on the... it. Okay, it, it updated now. Okay, I'm looking at it. The NFL states. What the f- damn? That, that's I what even realize that like shit. That's what I. That's what I mean what when I say. Fuck? That's what you gotta look at this world from the way it was designed. It was designed from the top down. You know what I'm saying? That's they're harvesting your energy, right? Damn. Have you guys ever heard of the Maharishi <laughs> effect? On a positive note. Yeah, they can get energy when we come in clumps together because imagine everyone going, yeah, yeah. Like when everyone says, woo, and they do the wave at the, at the, mm, when yeah. you're in like a baseball game. Or, yeah, that, that's, um, that's, uh, that physical energy, but now they want the mental energy. They literally want your, your thoughts. Hey, they want your thoughts now, not just your sound waves because sound creates electricity. Just quickly, is anyone going back to what we were talking about about the NWO? Has anyone heard of Rosa Corey? She was an activist in LA or, or who was flagging out what was going on at San Francisco and the purchasing of land, like big land grabs, and then she got she got bumped off or supposedly. Has anyone heard of her? Rosa Corey, K O I R E. No, brother, you said she's buying all the land. Is that what you said? Queen Elizabeth owns no, no, 6,600 no, million acres. No, she was exposing these the big land grabs. She was exposing what we were talking about. She, um, this, she's an amazing activist, but there was rumors that she, because she was exposing the land grabs um, in, in California. That's right. We, we, have, we have what's called South San Jose Coyote Valley, where they don't, allow, they don't allow humans. Now, the goal is to make America from 12% a national park to 50% of America will be national park where we're not allowed. They're going to save humans and nature by separating them from each other. So they're saying that nature... Uh, that humans damage nature, so keep humans out of nature, and that nature is a danger to humans. So what they're going to do is 
put us in these mega region smart cities. They're literally going to be prison farms or people zoos so that we can be easily monitored by all these surveillance systems, ubiquitous, ubiquitous surveillance systems. So yeah, they, uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. part of the um, sustainable development. Yeah, so she was exposing it, and she she set up this foundation to expose it, and the all the press that she, um, you know, the NWO, they weren't very happy, um, and and she suddenly got this very strange illness. I think it was one of those, you know, it, I don't know. It was a very quick cancer. She died really quickly, but it all it all was very fishy. But if you look her up, Rosa Corey K O I R E on BitChute, and she was an amazing activist, and I think it's important that her work is picked up in terms of exposing what's going on, because it's um, it's pretty dark. Try Alison McDowell on YouTube. Great, great researcher. Okay, thank you, brother. They're called compact smart cities, smart growth cities, compact cities. Uh, just wrote, Elon Musk, he, he's creating uh, double-decker freeways and underground tunnels because he knows that once we go to these mega-region smart cities, it's going to be so much traffic. And it's, especially with electronic cars, the the problem was they, they said that cars have, have this carbon emission, which uh, the, the car exhaust is composed of cadmium, nickel, and lead. So they said they've got to get rid of cars and the future is going to be all electric. But see, technology doesn't always solve everything. There's actually, now that we have all these electronic scooters, yes, you solved the carbon problem, but now there's so much traffic because there's all these electric scooters and electric cars everywhere. So, so Elon Musk wants to develop underground tunnels and double-decker freeway highways. So these smart cities are going to be, they're not going to be so much traffic. It's, it's going to be like these double, like I said, Elon Musk is, is, is going to be part of this smart city. So they, they really want to depopulate a bunch of us, obviously, but they want to keep a lot of us, like we're talking about right now, for this energy harvesting. So how it all works, it's all through the 5G. Uh, and because the five and six G are going to power the blockchain and that's what holds your digital identity. And that's what makes the web three work. And all of this is to have everyone being surveilled and all of their data being extracted simultaneously powering whatever AI machine, the AI is going to be used. Like I said, to replace all, 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 every little element of our lives. But, but yeah. Are those um are those massive cities in China? Are they connected to the like um what you were just talking about? Those sub sustainable cities. Yes, it's called United Nations. Everyone's doing it. Um, by twenty thirty, the um twenty thirty, all nations need to have the seventeen sustainable development goals. So so number one is no poverty. Number two is zero hunger. So by twenty thirty. China, America, Canada, Australia, every, the United, this is the United Nations Agenda 21. And by 2030, they need to have those 17 goals. And so some countries are ahead, some, some countries are not. But by 2030, they will all, all global, all local governments will join into a global government. And in order to do that, everyone has to have a digital ID so that the, the government can mediate everyone. It's going to be called e-government. During this whole pandemic, we, we know that face-to-face -face government was cut off. So now that's how it's going to be from now on. It's not going back to normal. The new normal is that you don't get to talk to your government. It's electronic government. Everything's digital. Brazil, in two more days, Brazil needs to have the digital ID. 
and Canada, Brunswick, Canada, they can't go grocery shopping, mall shopping, or even go to the salon to get your nails done without the jab. So everywhere but America has this, has it going on. I mean, actually, not, not, not everywhere but America, but the entire America, um, most of it is not, because we have gun laws. I mean, we don't have gun laws. In Australia, they got taken over because they don't have guns. But in California, if they try to hear, we have guns. So um, what I'm saying is, yeah, I think we're going to be last like the majority, like California, at least, to get the to get that digital idea. And let me add this one more thing. The, the announcement of the pandemic was in March 11, 2020. 666 days later is the announcement of the launch of Verizon in America. So on January 5th, 2022, they will launch 5G in America. That's 666 days after the pandemic announcement by World Health Organization, March 11, 2020. We've actually already broken ground on the smart cities in the United States, actually. A little bit farther down the road than you yeah that's right it's called prefabricated housing they're they're going to do three 3d printed homes and they're just going to roll them out they're, they're going to print these buildings prefabricated structures they're going to print them like they're like lego blocks think of the movie ready player one Stack I, them uh, a woman buy a habitat for she's like the first person to have this habitat for humanity home but it's printed 3d that's printed. right they're, they're going to print them in a factory and then haul them to the cities and just stack them up like lego blocks and people are not going to be able to uh leave the home so now remember i said the sustainable D development goal nobody's nobody's homeless so yeah you get free housing but what's the payoff you have to sell yourself as data now you're being tracked monitored sensors everywhere but you get a free house at least you know what i'm saying so yeah uh, and, and nobody's going to be hungry because 3d printed food for everyone so, yeah, it's, it's it's fake solutions entirely. 3D printed food. God That's damn. what the Impossible Meat is at Taco Bell. Impossible Meat, um, Impossible Burger, Beyond yeah, I was Meat. Working. I was printed. just working at Impossible Burger recently. I don't know if I should say nothing on here. That's, but yeah, I was working there. I just felt it was just strange. The plant protein they was using, just they saying it's a lot of plant-based, but everything just smells strange, and the whole process just seems so sick to me. Like I was up there for a couple weeks everything briefly, but the spirit told me so to get up bad. out of there. When I first changed my diet, I was trying to, you know, you know, weigh myself off the meat. Man, that shit, <laughs> it smells so bad. It's not plant-based, because if you look at the ingredients, it's everything but a damn plant. Let's be for real. No, thanks. Yeah. And when I was behind the scenes, like looking at some of them labels, I'm, I'm my silly self forgot some of the labels, but like it really like it didn't make sense. And when I tasted the burger, it was to me oh, personally, it was awful. And I was just like, I, I don't, you know, it's something fishy behind this. And it's a real big growing company at that. The qualifications to be natural for those 3D printed foods, it, it's it's plant based and it's natural, but it's only 70 percent natural. It only has to be 70 percent natural to, to qualify. I'm pretty sure that's probably only 50 percent natural. And the other 50 percent is what? How, is it 50 percent mercury? So 50 percent natural to qualify and the rest of the half, you can put whatever the heck you want in it. That's how they that's how they do these things. That's better than Taco Bell. Taco Bell only needs to be 40 percent meat in order to qualify your food as meat. I actually read an article that was talking about the impossible, um, the impossible sandwiches, the Beyond Meat. That it, the the there was an article that was exposed saying that it had human DNA in it, right? But the article that I initially mentioned that that DNA was shit like um they say um like fingernails, little pieces of hair, but it it's not it's not actual body is just the the manufacturers the people who are working at these companies that you know an accident might may happen and they may happen to 
have something small fall in there. But it's not a body. It's not human for real. Right. Yeah, like they make it. They got impossible pork and all that type of shit. They got they come they come in with some new impossible steak. Before I got up out of there, they was talking about having impossible <laughs> steak, and it was like they use something called heme. Like the the formula they use is real. That's like the strongest in there is called heme, and they make like this fake fat and all this out of it is just that shit is. I might be late on this, but I just seen the movie called Snowpiercer. It came out in 2013. So if anyone has not seen it. That is what's happening. It's called the Eternal Train, and it's powered by children, and they're feeding everybody. Uh, you should just watch. I don't want to spoil it. I just pretty much spoiled yeah. it. everybody in a cannibalist. Yeah. Exactly. I'm with kind of, that. Kind of Snow like, but, um, but um, my boy Chop was mentioning that. He said the show is better than the movie, so I would advise you to watch the show before you watch the well, Watch movie. the movie. Then the, show. the movie came out before the show, but but you can watch both of them. They're, they're both good. They're really, really good. The movie is insane, though. And what is it? Snowpiercer. With uh, 2013, with the guy Captain America, oh, what's his name? Captain America. Last day to watch on Netflix is January 1st. It says they're removing it after that. Oh wow! Hey, Snowpiercer was good. I've seen the movie and the first season of the TV show. It's pretty good. I gotta start that season. Yeah, yeah, that movie. Um, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, it's it's about this. Uh, the world becomes snowy, so the only way to live. Is to is to is for everybody to live inside of a train. It's a luxury train. Um, so it's kind of like if you transfer that to twenty twenty one right now, it's like outside is dangerous. There's a virus or it's snow. So now the only way to live is to to join the government with their technology. So instead of putting everybody in a train, what they're doing to us is they're putting us in smart cities, prisons, prison farms, people zoos, so that we can be surveilled upon easy. They're starting with them nanobots and them shots on people that they, you know, are, what, what they're speaking of. Like, we had, it was a room I was in yesterday, and they were talking about um, how these shots had these mini, um, these metal particles in them, and a lady was referring to them as nanobots. And I was kind of thinking about these new cities and societies you're speaking about. Like, I, I feel like definitely everybody has to be necessarily vaccinated to, for it to be that ideal place they wanted to be, right? Yeah, you, you can't be a human in a smart city. You have to be a you have to be smart technology yourself to live in a you know only robots live in the robot city. So you have to turn from human one point society. Yeah, you, you have to be hu- from human one point to human two point so that you can exist in the society five point See what I'm Sorry saying? To board. Yeah. It's called it's called a synthetic biology nanobio uh, nanobiotechnology, and they're dealing with. It's called graphene biocompatibility. They're dealing with, this is where our federal tax dollars are going to. They want to, they want to see how biocompatible graphene is and it's very compatible. So they're, they want to develop these for males. They want graphene condoms. They want to get the graphene around our reproductive organs and they want to put graphene inside the menstrual pads of a woman and around the placenta for some reason, but that's what they're dealing with. So they, they literally want to change us to a human 2.0 so that we can live in this new society 5.0 because it's the future of things. 5G is so toxic, humans, birds, and bees will not be able to exist around those towers. So in order to live around them, that's why they're making mechanical bees. Because real bees won't be able to live in the cities, and real humans won't be able to live in the cities. You have to be a synthetic human. The, the Moderna vaccine is being called the software of life for a reason. What the? Yeah, it sounds like a sci-fi movie, guys. That's why I'm saying go watch Snowpiercer, because it's not a movie. Those are documentaries. Those are like planned uh in movies ain't no joke 
So what happens to the unboxed then? We, we don't have to get the hell on through. <laughs> well, yeah, look, well, here's the, here's the trick, guys. The, they're going to make it so hard for us. For, for us who don't get the jab, they're going to say, well, how are you going to get food then? You either got to get the jab or starve to death. Well, me, good thing I don't rely on these fat foods, play, fast food places or grocery stores. I can plant seeds, right? So it's, a, it's, it's just a matter of do you have land and do you have seeds? Because you can grow them and feed yourself. And... Um, so yeah, guys, uh, they want to make you depend. You're going to have poor soil and you're going to have. Exactly. So if you don't have that digital ID in the jab, then you, you don't get access to school. You don't get access to, um, they're going to privatize all of these social safe, uh, social services like public, uh, you know, education, hospital, police, you won't access anything without the jab. So now people are going to say, well, if I don't take the jab, then I'm going to starve. So I'm going to take it. But me, I'm never going to take it. So I'm going to have to find ways to thrive without police, without any of their services. I don't need their school, their food, their news, because all of it is lies anyways. So that's something very important. What's the solution, though? We have to start figuring something out, right? It's how to be right now. We have to be dependent. That's the solution is, can you be dependent or will you have to be dependent on your government? Because they're going to they're going to take everything from you to where your only way to survive is through them. Yeah, but that's But you don't need to go through them. And I only say that because Midterm elections coming up, so they got to show face and make everything nicey nice <laughs> so they can get those votes. So it's going to be a little bit before that actually kicks off. You're not wrong. It is on track to do so, but it's going to be a little bit. Of time. The one thing they can't control is Yeah, I need time to catch up. Yeah, and a lot of like as a majority in society is like. I got to get my bag together. That part. And people not ready for like real survival skills or, you know, real survival to fit is like surviving without the natural flow of how you normally are used to things, how we grew up and what's going on. Like people really ain't ready for this type of like the conversation we have in Well well listen guys, you don't you don't need to have a bag. You need to have connections with people. I mean bags are good, you know, having money, but if you have connections with people, I know people right now who have acres of land by themselves, who who just want to find they, they don't just want to offer their like, oh if you have if you have a whole farm right now to yourself, do you just want to bring random people? You want to make sure you have good people out there. So if you just make connections with people, you may be invited and you can have, you know, different people in these. People do have a bunch of land right now, a bunch of acres, and they're willing to bring people through. So if you just have, if we connect, then we can, um, we can succeed. So, you know, other people have land. If, if someone has land and you have seeds, bring your seeds and plant them in their land. We can come together, guys. And that's why they're dividing us so much. Uh, stay home. Uh, just for for example, really quick, in Australia, the east side of Australia is being militarized and taken over, while the west side is is chilling. So they can the west side should have went to the east side and helped them out. But that's the point is like if that happened in America and they took over the east coast, the west coast would just be waiting until it goes to them. And if it happens in the California, we are divided as people. We got the bloods and crips in LA. So if we don't if we can't even come together as a state, how can we come together as a country? How can we come together as a world? You know what I mean? But um, it's possible. It's definitely possible. We just have to realize who the enemy is. We're not enemies with each other at all. We shouldn't be. I mean, of course, we can uh, We can come together like blacks and whites come together. And then if we want to separate after, but we still have a common enemy because the whites, the blacks, the Chinese, we're all being governed by a technocratic corporate rich family takeover like all races are. So they've divided us by, like I said, the bloods and the crips in L.A. How can if we can't even come together as a city? How do we come together as a state? Because California has 40 million people and Australia has 24 million people. But, but, but Australia doesn't have guns and we do have guns. So that's why they didn't try it in Cali. 
because 40 million people with guns, well, not everyone, but that's why it was easy to do in Australia. There's only 20 million people, no guns. But guys, we have the power to come together. That's all I want to say. I love these rooms, so thank you, everyone. Damn, man, I hate that. One thing I want to... Thank you, Santa. uh, Yeah, I appreciate that, Tato. One thing I want to point out that Divine touched on very quickly that I don't want to see get passed by everybody is the quickness that the smart cities are happening. If anybody wants to see actually how far down the road things actually are, um, you could actually take a look at legislation in, in Wisconsin. Wisconsin is actually registered as a DAO, DAO, a Decentralized Autonomous Organization. Anybody who understands crypto well enough understands what that means and understands what what advancement that, that just took things. When we talk about smart cities, this isn't something in the future. There's already a number of cities throughout the United States that are developing their own coins on various cryptos. There are cities such as Reno that are introducing and, and looking into and understanding situations of having a city coin that can be basing all their taxes on, all their voting, all their collection of property taxes, all the mitigation and, and governance. As Divine said, that you wouldn't be actually working with the government. You'd be working with a technology. And a lot of people will say that that technology is coming. It's already here. Wisconsin is already breaking ground. I made the comment that they've already broke ground. What I meant by that, not physical ground. They broke ground on physical ground. They're actually pulling together parcels of land that they want to build the physical cities on, yes. But they broke ground in regards to the legal organization and implementing the actual crypto technologies, not as money, not as currency, but as actually as platforms to which they're going to build the cities upon. It's a little bit hard and abstract to think about this. How do you build a physical city on a digital platform? This is where things in regards to a mixture of, again, how we function as a society come into play. You will have to utilize yourself as authentication in order to actually move within the city. In other words, you won't be able to go in to a building unless you've authenticated you are who you are and you actually have access to that city or to that building, or to that work, or to that store, or whatever it might be. Now, again, this is going much farther beyond the aspect of who has a jab and who doesn't. This is, yes, a little bit beyond that. But again, this is the aspect of how much quicker we're moving down it. The uh, state of Wisconsin actually made that organization um, in the middle of this year. So we, we have a state within the union that no. we recognize as a DAO. So I just wanted to point that out, that things are a lot farther down the line than we think. And it's not just physical. When we say smart cities, it's just not physical either. It does go into the realm that goes much farther down. Peace. It's called freedom tokens. You're right, brother. Do you have the token to go outside? Australia, if you go outside your home, there's drones that say, this is a health order. Go back in your home or you will be fine. Wait until a police comes to your house and lets you know it's okay. That the, the drones are, they're going to have like one drone per person, and it's called geofencing, contact tracing. The GPS is ran by NASA, and the GPS is connected like it's a whole global thing they're doing. So, yeah, you can't be able to leave anywhere w- without, um, it, it's a digital society. They want global digital citizenship so that they can, um, uh, it, it's called, uh, so, that you, you know, tokenization of behavior. If you behave well, you get tokens. And in and, and China, if you spit on the floor, they freeze your bank account. And then you what won't be able about to... about the social credit system? Well, yeah. The, the, the vaccine health passport is the social credit score system. 
and it's a digital it's all digital that runs on blockchain which holds your digital with holds your digital id which brazil needs to have by in two more days by the end of this month so it's going to come to america they're turning on the 5g next month on january 5th and that's going to be able that that's going to be used to hold your digital id to the 5g to the blockchain to the web3 and that's going to hold all your assets and your money so now they can freeze your bank because it's digital they can just freeze your bank account that's why i'm telling people if you have gold chains and stuff you can still trade your gold for water to feed your family for for food for seeds but you, you can't trade anything with digital you know what i mean especially if they block it especially if you don't have a digital id what are you going to use money's not going to be anything paper i mean paper cash won't mean anything so we have to have physical currency or we got to tear down those 5g towers without getting arrested you know what i'm saying so yeah And again, he's not wrong. You you got time though, so just formulate your plan. Do you think there is a way to? Because I've heard um, some people talking about how you can use the metaverse as a um, as a tool, even though you are you know, not like, not not you're in a way not a part of the matrix. But from what y'all talking about, from what I'm hearing, it looks like there there's really no way for you to partake in this without getting trapped, like, at all. No, you got to make a choice. It's ultimately going to boil down to how you want to live your life, right? Look at how, you know, people are living today, you know. That is, that is and the real lesson. You, you, yeah, you can't. So, down to the... the it's gonna be the same thing is either you're gonna get with it or you're gonna to have to live off the grid and to what divine is talking about introduce a barter system so you ultimately got to make that decision for yourself like what form is it not what is consensus not we're everybody getting, wants getting... to be unplugged from the matrix some of no, the hell, people actually want to hell no i'm looking at my feed on twitter just just today everybody's going in the upward over the like and we did a build on the Oculus, like, I want to say, like, seven, eight months ago. And, no, well, no, I don't know if it was, it was uh, VR shits and how the brain... It was the Oculus. Yeah, how the we brain takes the time to reacclimate re back into reality where the people that were utilizing it then were so engulfed into that world. Like, I mean, look at how the Sims are. Like, if you get somebody who plays the Sims... They be on that like just lost in the building they world. So the difference with how it's gonna uh translate into react to what Divine was talking about, ready player one. You're just gonna have people who just their life is gonna be that much better than that of reality. So they're just pretty much gonna tank <laughs> sources of movement in the real world so they can uh be integrated within to, into this whole system. So again, that's why I preface you gotta make that decision for yourself. Your blockchain wallet becomes your portal that attaches your material you to the digital world you. It's a system that tracks everything across the real world into the metaverse or the virtual universe. So your blockchain wallet, you need that to bring all, it has all your digital assets. It has your money, your behavior data, your everything. And that's how you can be part of the economy in this virtual universe. So what I was saying before was that um, in order for the economy, in order for the economic system to continue to function, consumer consumption must take place but if people don't have spending power then the alternative is to turn humans into equities so imagine if there's a certain imagine if we live in a finite world with a certain with certain limited resources and uh 
and uh, and a limited material consumption, then the alternative is to create a digital a digital empire, a digital universe, so that you can continue buying and selling in the metaverse, uh, unending growth and capitalism. So now you can keep buying and selling in the metaverse, and you can get money just by behaving well, and may, may pro probably snitching on other people, right? Uh, stuff like that, you know. Um, so it's kind of like a the Matrix, um, how in the Matrix, people, um, they work for, they're against Neo, and they're people in the metaverse. They, they can be tapped. Uh, it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's basically they're, they're trying to get us to police each other. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to be selling out each other. Like, oh, he, remember in They Live, when they like, oh, they were talking into their wrist because they knew that th those two people had, they were awake. Remember, it was a white dude and a black dude in They Live. And when they woke up, people realized it and they were talking to their watch like, hey, we got awake. We got a, we got a person over here who awake. They were they were telling on them. They were snitching on them because you will be tokenized. And I'm pretty sure 6ix9ine made it, made it cool now to go snitch and stuff and get rich. So it's going to be hard. We're not just up against the, the, the big corporations. We're up against our own people who are against us because they get rich off of it. You know what I mean? And because we jeopardize their, their little reality in their metaverse. It's funny that you mentioned they live. I was going to if that's from you in the Matrix, bro. I was, oh, sorry. Yeah, you can't operate the metaverse without a digital ID on blockchain. Who was trying to talk before? I think Alex is. It was Alex, but he in a major. Yeah, he's in the game right now. He's in the metaverse. If I can just say this really quick before you go, Alex, um, Agenda Twenty One. Uh, this will be quick. It's Agenda of the Twenty First Century, like I said, but but um, I wrote this down because um, this is very important to realize, guys. So in Rio de Janeiro, nineteen ninety two, the Agenda Twenty One conference took place. Everyone knows that it originally went from Norway. Uh, her name is Harlem. Brundtland, and it went from Norway, and she brought it. It used to be called uh, the the report, something like that. But it became a, it became a sustainable development, and now they're called. Oh, it was Agenda Twenty One, and they renamed it Sustainable Development. And let me tell you why. So, the Agenda Twenty One policies of the twenty first century right now they began in the nineteen seventies. It was formally launched worldwide at the Earth Summit, Rio de Janeiro, where on Prince Charles's yacht, President George Bush signed the U.S. two the, the Agenda 21 initiative, he signed us to it without our consent, without the consent of the American people or the representatives in Congress. So Agenda 21 was designed to avoid U.S. Senate ratification as a U.N. treaty because all of its uh, mandates could be implemented by President Bush and his successors as soft policy, federal agency regulations, executive orders, and funded mandates to state, county, and local governments. That's why right now we have this these mandates. It's like, that's not legal. They're put... Well, that, that's what this, this whole, look at President Bill Clinton took office the following year after George Herbert uh, Walker Bush Sr. So President Bill Clinton created the President's Council on Sustainable Development, which began immediate, comprehensive, and irreversible implementation. Clinton's council was comprised of federal agencies, corporations, and nonprofit organizations. The Council on Sustainable Development moved quickly to ensure that all federal, all federal agencies would change their policies to comply with the UN Agenda 21. Now, Agenda 21 is top-down 
and that much of it requires subsumption and control of citizens' freedom and movement. Own nothing and be happy, like, like the brother just said. And the use of private property, which is managed at state, county, and local levels. Now, one of the organizations of Bill Clinton was, was set up and named the International Council of Local Environmental Initiatives, ICLEI. It is tasked with carrying out the goals of Agenda 21 worldwide, but at the local level. However, local implementation of Agenda 21 in the U.S. presented significant violations of individual and property rights. So, and, and they're protected by the U.S. Constitution. So what they did was they changed it from ICLEI to ICLEI-US. This was set up and it was branded now as Local Agenda 21. And or no, Local Agenda 21 was now rebranded as Sustainable Development. So now over 600 counties in the U.S. are members of Sustainable Development. So if your town or county in America are members, then your tax dollars are paying for the eventual removal of your property rights, all your rights, technically. So the United States federal government has agreed to submit sovereign responsibilities over to U.N. policies on a massive scale that impact every aspect of our personal lives, and yet our federal gov government has committed to the U.N. through Agenda 21 to regulate all of it. So yeah, Agenda 21 has now shaped every regulation and strategy of every department of our federal law. The Agenda 21 Progress Report, yeah, this comes out of the, the um, it's Rio de Janeiro and also the Johannesburg Summit. But yeah, I, I took all those notes. That's how, that's what happened, guys. That's really what happened. We were, we were put on this without our consent. And it, it's been since 19, since the 70s, but ni 1992 was when we were signed over. And now it's taking place now. Hey, Devine, have you uh, dug into Vision 2050 yet? Oh, by 2050, Japan is ready to virtualize humans, and they're no, ready to see. Not my, not, not my question about the year. Have you dug into Vision 2050? It depends. Vision, vision for the Japanese, for the Americans, because no, everyone's going to have their own goals by 2050. A it's a program, just like Agenda. Okay, 2030. I have, I have not heard vision. about that. Okay, so Agenda 2030 is the means to an end. Vision 2050 is the end to the means. So if anybody wants to understand why they're doing 2030, I suspect that, or I suggest that you highly look into Vision 2050, and I will tell you one thing right now that will give you probably a bit of a head spin. Your local cities and governments are involved in Vision 2050 deeper than you probably even already know, and they probably already have city council meetings that you can go and attend for public record that discuss it, they more than likely already have a website set up. Most cities already do. But go ahead and look up Vision 2050, and you'll see what the ultimate goal of what Agenda 2030 is gearing towards. This is Jen here. I might, uh, if I can chime in on a couple of things. I'm from Australia. Um, Divine being some of the things that you've mentioned uh, are happening here such as with the disabled people, I've heard nothing about. Um, so if you wouldn't mind, if you could maybe back channel me some information that you, from wherever you, you've sourced that from, because it's certainly not something that anyone in the Truth Network over here is talking about. So it looks like we've missed a big one there. Um, and just so you, you know, our population is 26 million, not 20. But anyway, <laughs> what's oh, yeah, I, 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 anyway? Yeah, um, when, I, when I took those notes, it said 24 million. So I guess 26 million now. Oh, cool. But, um, yeah, so just no one in the network here and, and uh, you know, we're very well connected now has mentioned some of the things that you were saying there. So I definitely want to bring it to their attention if you're able to put your hands on the sources um, for those. Hey, what, um, 
right, real quick, I, then, uh, I, I had a question. So uh, I, I got a couple people in, in Australia, and I'm hearing that they've kind of backed off. And so the government's kind of capitulated and said that they're not they're not going to be so heavy handed in enforcement. Is that true? Um, it's an interesting question. So uh, things have just gone haywire here with holidays and the different premiers or your equivalent of governors closing states and um, the airlines cancelled flights. So it's been mayhem. Our federal government's heading into an election in the first few months of 2022. So they must hold it by the end of May. So they're trying to make some political manoeuvres to win favour because the people are very pissed off right now because people have taken the injection on the basis that they were getting their freedoms back. I mean, how many times have we heard that? And, of course, that hasn't been the case. And with cities like Melbourne, where I am, and Sydney, where we've had big lockdowns and we are the biggest travellers in the country, this has really caused an uproar because um, people simply can't get to see their family even at Christmas time. So I think it's just a political play and I think you'll find a lot of other people that you speak to here will tell you the same thing, that as soon as that federal election is done, uh, we're back to, you know, the evil agenda, so to speak. So we're all making hay while the sun shines, put it that way. And, uh, yes, understanding that nothing's uh, nothing's forever and that these guys are perpetual liars. They've been groomed to deceive. So um, there's no reason why we should trust them now, given that there's an election coming and that's the only time that they ever seem to half behave themselves. So, yeah, sorry, but that's my honest answer on that one. I know it's so, not what we want to hear. All right, thanks. For, for the source you wanted, uh, Jen, um, yeah. Alison, Alison McDowell. Alison McDowell on YouTube. She she uploads videos all the time. But she said Thank that it's coming, it's coming out of CISRO, Australia. You aware of CISRO? That's no. where they're doing they're doing remote robotics, telepresence labor, uh, telepresence is, is, labor. Are you sure it's Australia or Austria? Uh, CISRO, Australia. Yeah, I don't know that place. But look, thank you so much. I will check sure. it out. Appreciate that. Okay. Um, I did want to also just um, add to your other fantastic research there. You mentioned Gro Harlem Brundtland, the Norwegian politician. Um, so she's the former Prime Minister of Norway as the creator of sustainable development. And you're kind of right. Uh, and just simply because of where I live, I'd like to just point you to a few other backward steps from there to go a little bit further back in history. So the United Nations sanctioned that report that you were talking about um, and she was the chair of the Brundtland Commission. Of course, it was named after her and she was given that role after serving um, on the World Health Organisation um, and she's also worked in a number of different roles with the United Nations. So that's how she got appointed to that role. But that report um, was tabled 21 years after a, another publication on sustainable development and uh, it just so happens that the original information comes from a Nobel awarded prize or Nobel Prize awarded scientist right here in Melbourne, Australia, where I live, which is the only reason I came across this because, like you, I was digging back to the origins of these things. So I'm literally just, you know, adding to your story if you want to use it at all. But this guy, his name is, uh, his surname is McFarlane Burnett, Sir Frank McFarlane Burnett. And he was um, appointed by the Australian government in, um, let me just call it up, I've got it all jocked down here. Yeah, so he was added to something called the New Weapons and Equipment Development Committee, 
1947 by the Australian government. So they had him head up um, a, a special di division of the government looking at biological warfare. And the minutes of the meeting, which believe it or not, are in a US the US web archive. So all of this has been wiped off the records here in Australia, which goes back to what someone was talking about earlier. Don't believe the history that you're told because it's not the, it's not the truth. But I did find this in the archives in America. So um, he, uh, he basically said he was a eugenicist of the worst kind. And he said the main strategic use of bi biological warfare may well be to administer the tout de gras, coup de, de coup de grace, sorry, to a virtually defeated enemy and compel surrender in the same way that the atomic bomb served in 1945. Its use has the tremendous advantage of not destroying the enemy's industrial potential, which can then be taken over intact. Overt biological warfare might be used to enforce surrender by psychological rather than direct destructive measures. And that's from the minutes of a meeting in 1948. So he wrote uh, a report um, and it became the framework for what we know as sustainable development. So when Brundtler Commission um, was sanctioned by the UN to produce a report, what was in their report that went to the United Nations that became Agenda 2030 was almost verbatim out of what um, McFarlane Burnett had uh, published 21 years prior to. So in other words, Brundtland, um, the their uh, frame of reference came from this eugenicist bioweaponry bio expert that was um, engaged by the Australian government to put together the bigger picture of Agenda 2030. So um, when people talk about all of these depopulation stuff and, and, and then other people blow it off, um, whether that's true or not, you know, is, is up to us each to assess. But what I find particularly um, interesting is that the origins are from somebody who was employed by the Australian government to look at how we could wipe out our enemy um, because, you know, Southeast Asia was a, um, a big threat to us after the Second World War and um, the top of Australia was bombed by Japan. So in 1947, he urged the Australian government to develop an unleashed biological biological weapons against overpopula overpopulated countries of Southeast Asia. So he was recommending that stuff back then. So my source, um, if you, there's no W's in this, but if you go to FAS.org um, and search for McFarlane Burnett, you'll be able to find all the papers. And um, yeah, if you want me to put the story together any further, I've got it in a, I have a PowerPoint presentation of 435 slides, which answers the question, is Melbourne a simulation and experiment for the rest of the world? And so it was from that um, foundation that, uh, you know, I was looking at what was going on here because the United Nations is um, here in Melbourne where I live right now running something called the Melbourne Experiment. And you can Google that. It's um, it, They have a glossy couple of pages on a university website here in Melbourne. Monash University is the name. And they, they openly uh, talk about how they are using Melbourne to develop the global playbook for um, civilised, you know, cities. 
And uh, so they've experimented on us to see how we react to the government responses to dealing with a pandemic. Um, and so that's why you've seen so much, you know, just unbelievable stuff come out of Australia first, in particular Melbourne. Um, and yes, so Mr. McFar or Sir McFarlane Burnett, um, you know, is actually the origins of um, Agenda 21. And uh, he was not a very good man. So anyway, I hope that helps you because I know that you're a truth teller and anyone else that's interested, um, that's the, the actual story all the way back to its very origin. So it was immediately after World War II that, that this uh, process started. I, I, I misread Cicero. It's Cisco. Cisco was actually the company that's making the telepresence units and they're shipping them out to people so they can use them out or use them whatever in their businesses or whatever. So Cisco is the company that's giving the remote robotics telepresence labor so that people can have, uh, they're saying they can just have face-to-face -face videos with their families because they're on lockdown. So Australia and New Zealand are using the Cisco uh, telepresence labor technologies. So Cisco is the one who's developing that and they're, they're doing it around Australia and New Zealand. But yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. Sir Frank McFarlane from Melbourne. That's the guy we got to get. <laughs> well, he's no longer with us, but clearly his legacy has lived on. Um, and he passed it on to Brundlard, who then passed it on to the United Nations, and here we all are. Um, and I might just say that the McFarlane Burnett Institute uh, is one of the institutes that's been doing the... Uh, so there's been four institutes that have been doing the world modelling for the United Nations ever since Imperial College um, fell into shame with, uh, is it Neil Ferguson, is that his name, the, the guy that did the initial modelling and then uh, said everyone should be locked up and snuck out and, and uh, had a uh, little catch up with his um, his mistress. Uh, so the Imperial College was put to shame and uh, so they turned it to here. Anyway, McFarlane Burnett Institute is one of the four that are modelling for all our countries right now. So these overstated stuff, um, you know, and, and mandates and all the stuff that they say is based on scientific modelling. It's coming out of one of the institutes is the McFarlane Burnett Institute. So I'd say that they're fully infiltrated and it's, uh, you know, it's probably full of... Um, the wrong sort of people and um, McFarlane Burnett Institute is just around the corner from the University of Melbourne where they've just installed a CERN particle accelerator that they've um, imported over from uh, Switzerland and they've put that under the, uh, under the university which is uh, in the CBD of Melbourne. So who knows what they've got in store for us next? <laughs> anyway, that's a side Yeah, it's side called... This, this real quick, it's called smart sustainability. That's all, you know, sustainable development with smart tech. It's uh, the great reset, building back better, like we've all heard. Building back better, what, what are they building? They're building back better the economy, the, the society, and the environment, and the way of life, and even the way humans, they're even changing. They're building back better humans from the, literally from the tissue level with their, you know, software of life. So they're building back I better every, from the ground I up. Yeah, go ahead. Be better is a subjective term, isn't it? Really? Of course, it's better for them. <laughs> I don't think because, it is. because they get more control. I don't think it... That's right. Yeah, it's better for and them. And I'll just add something, and then I'll bow out and let you um, continue on. But um, just in case you didn't know, in June 2019, the United Nations and the World Economic Forum um, signed a joint venture agreement to work together. It's and um, you can have a look at this, the signing ceremony online. It's very easy to find. Just search for the United Nations World Economic Forum signing of the Memorandum of Understanding. So they aligned themselves formally 
in um, June 2019, and that's why you see the private corporations and the governments working like they are and why the Build Back Better agenda, which is was an, originally a World Economic Forum um, publication and concept, is now, you know, a bill before the, your parliament over there or your Senate, I believe, right now. You, the, Biden's been bold enough to actually call it the Build Back Better bill, which is just like, you know, at least try and be a bit discreet about what you're doing, but he's gone full ball, which is kind of funny. Anyway, um, that's it for me. Have, thanks for everything you're putting out there. I'm going to check out what you're saying about uh, the disabled people here having to um, earn their um, their social security. It's a very interesting thing if that's uh, developing and we don't know about it. But anyway, cheers. Thanks, everyone. I think we took over the room and everyone left. Lisa Linnell. Okay, guys. All right. I'm going to go ahead and cl close the room down, okay? Y'all have a good night. Good night. Good night. Great, great info. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode with our great content and the amazing guests that we bring on the show, be sure to click to subscribe so you're notified every time we have a new episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at matrix underscore unveiled. And tap into our link tree where you can join our Discord communities as well as our Clubhouse communities and everywhere that you can find us on the internet. Thank you so much once again for listening.